I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 27 with Mutz. Mutz. Hello, hello. What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Okay, so. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm, I've been really excited for this. I don't think we've, I mean, we've never talked, but. I feel like we no. know each other enough because we've yeah, heard each definitely. other talk as we're both streamers. Yeah. Um, but so I'm just glad that you decided to be on it. You're um, definitely known for being a, I guess, remake Andy. Uh, mm-hmm. A, a hardcore. Yeah. That's why the name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm interested. Okay. So the this is crazy. Um, just looking at the the Twitter topics we got. Mm-hmm. I just need to find this real quick. Uh, where? Uh, so, wait, I'm trying to look for the topic where it said, you used to be like a PKer or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think Scott... Where's uh, that at? Came with that I, I uh, even... question, yeah, KB24. Yeah, I I used to be a PKer, like, oh, before yeah. I streamed. Uh, well... I say PK. I wasn't really good or anything. <laughs> I just always used to PK back in the day in like original RuneScape. I did like the most PVM I did was probably like Team Bandos. Um, that's basically it. And I always love, love being like in the wilderness with my friends and my brother as well. So yeah, I originally was a PK, a pretty bad one, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's all. Wait, did you ever stream PKing? Like, is that when is that what you did when you started streaming? Mm, nah. Or? only lms i guess okay well actually i did participate in the method tournament the uh when they organized one but that didn't uh go that well i got kicked out first round okay I, i've never really been into tribe reading though so that's like that's completely new that's something i've learned over like like the last few years with lms and everything yeah no so i, I just never yeah i never knew that i never knew that you were like initially a pk or so no, i don't think anyone knows that <laughs> yeah okay wow okay so when did you start playing i guess runescape in general uh i was probably like eight or nine years old something like that i uh my brother got me into runescape and like my older brother was like 
six years older than me, so I mean, he was probably... If I was eight, he was around 14, so I was pretty hyped for him, at the, for his age at the time. Um, and he got me into playing it, uh, mostly free-to-play at the time, I think. He also used me a lot, I'm not, <laughs> I should say that. Was he manipulative? I used to mine, like... <laughs> I'm used to like uh, mining pure essence for him. <laughs> I know we had like this uh, this bet when we were on vacation, and uh, we were doing like um, like a game. And if he won, um, I would mine one k pure essence for him. And if he, if I won, he would train one range level for me. But keep in mind, my range level was like thirty or something. I just didn't like the range skill because I, <laughs> I oh was not God. a fan of it for some reason. Damn. Yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, no, that that tends to happen. Brothers try to take advantage of other brothers. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's how I got into RuneScape. Okay, did you? Wh- wh- what year was this? Like, when did you start? Um, that's like two thousand six, maybe two thousand five, perhaps. And did you play all the way up through like? rs3 and stuff or did you no i i did take some breaks i had some time where i like played league of legends all day uh man those were some days (laughs) um i tried to like climb in ranked on that game and that was i think that's mainly when like rs3 like became a thing when eoc hit and i just didn't like it because well keep in mind i was a pk or so eoc eoc came out and PKing was ruined basically at once because um, it was completely different all of a sudden. So yeah, that's when I initially quit. I think I maybe took like a few years break and then came back to old school probably. And when did you start old school? Um, pretty much from the start, I think. Okay, and I, then I remember I transferred like a lot of money uh, from RS3 to old school. But it was like crazy rates at the time. I, I think I had like a Halloween mask on RS3 and I sold it. And I think I transferred like 125 mil or something for 5 mil. Wow. No Western rest. But that was like big back then. Yeah, like 5 mil. 5 mil was a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you played like in 2013 on release and yeah, yeah, yeah. just playing Definitely. a main. What, what got you into Iron Man mode? Or I should say hardcore. Did you... Had you played Iron Man before hardcore? No, mode no, I never made an Iron Man before. I've always made a hardcore. I never really was interested in Iron Man mode in the first place. I I always looked at it like, why would you limit yourself that way? Uh, you could just buy your items from the GE. I didn't see any. It didn't make any sense to me, at least. Yeah. Um, but I was watching like a friend on YouTube and Bodhi as well. And I think like later on, I started watching Fohis streams. Like I think it was like he was like the first streamer that I really followed on Twitch. Um, but I was just interested in the hard and game mode. It was interesting to me. Like oh, you can't die, and that's kind of what got me into it. I never really wanted to play an Iron Man. I just wanted to play a hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> so that, the Iron Man just came with it, really. Yeah. No, that was kind of similar to me. I when hardcore came out, it wasn't. Like, the hardcore aspect was definitely really exciting, but it was, like, an yeah. excuse to play Iron Man. Because I didn't ever want to play Iron Man beforehand because I wasn't playing mm-hmm. on release of the original. If I had been playing on release oh, of yeah. the original, I would have, like, full-on went out on it. But, like, mm-hmm. I didn't get that chance, so hardcore felt like that, like, second opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, like, my first hardcore that I made, 
um, I think I was doing like chambers at the time with my brother. And whenever he like needed some time, uh, like I was, I didn't have a team basically. Um, I would hop on this new account that I made, which was a hardcore Iron Man. And all I did was claim the free runes at Lumbridge from the like, tutorial guy. Um, and just cast airstrike on goblins. <laughs> That's all I did. And uh, I didn't take it seriously at all. And until one day, I was like, I'm bored and I didn't have a team for chambers. So I was like, oh, I'll do some free-to-play quests, because why not? I didn't want to take it seriously yet. And then yeah. all of a sudden, at some point, I had everything completed apart from Dragon Slayer, I think. I was like, this is kind of fun. You know, I'm going to keep playing this. So yeah, that's kind of how it happened. So what inspired you to start streaming? And when when did you start streaming, in fact? Um, started streaming a little over three years ago now, I think. Okay. Um, and I think I told myself one day, like I was playing the hardcore and it was doing pretty well at the time. And it was like it was like oh, my original hardcore hardcore mods. Um, it was doing pretty well, and I kind of told myself like when I was like starting the mid game grind, I think. Oh, okay, if I if this guy makes it very far, I'll start streaming. And well, that's kind of what happened. I made it quite far, and I got to Cerberus, I think, and that's when I started uh like actually streaming. I did one stream before that. We were doing like raids of the of the of the clan, and uh. We had one particular person, Warpet. He he still comes into my stream every now and then. He's like my longest time sub as well. But uh, he was like the biggest champion ever. And everyone wanted to see him raid. But like no one was streaming out of the group. I'm like, oh, I'll stream it. It's fine. So everyone started watching my stream doing Chambers. Because I wanted to see him play the game. Or him play uh, Chambers, I guess. <laughs> so that's the initially like my first ever stream. Just wow. because... Not because they wanted to watch me, because they wanted to watch someone else. <laughs> but did they give you, like, I don't know, at least a little bit of exposure initially? Did you get some, like, follows? Mm, nah, not okay. really. I mean, I, about, like, I mean, they probably followed me, but apart from that, yeah, not really. Those first streams, like, I remember, like, you could probably completely know where I'm coming from. Just those first streams mm-hmm. where you're, like, trying to build... Uh, <laughs> some form of community and you got, like, yeah. 20 followers. It's It's painful. It is painful. I mostly relied on people from the clan tuning into my stream. Yep. And um, from there on, it kind of grew. I had some very generous people and some humble people coming into my stream as well. And uh, from there on, it just grew and grew. I I really kicked off like when my original hardcore died, believe it or not. <laughs> That's when I blew up on Twitch because... Uh, I mean that clip was pretty funny. <laughs> I must admit that was, was the, that was the pre clip, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's the armored minions. Yeah, oh and, god, uh, with my follow alert being like, I don't know what it was. Like, yes, yes, no way. I think that was like me saying that, and I went no, no, and then my follow sound came. Yes, yes, no way. <laughs> As I died, it was just it was perfect timing. Honestly, oh, the person that followed back then is also still a VIP in my ch- in my chat right now. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! Mm. Yeah, that must. So, what? I'll, I'm actually just curious. What were your? What was going through your head when that happened? Because that was your first ever hardcore. Uh, technically my second. Okay. But the first one I streamed, I guess. Uh, my first one died to a Rolex market card. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't talk about that. Just, yeah. I mean, there's there is a story <laughs> behind it, but maybe we'll go back bank to yeah, that yeah. later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what went through my head? 
I guess it kind of disbelieve. Like, uh, as I was dripping to the ground, like, wait, hold up. This isn't right. Like, uh, how could this happen? Because I, I, like, I did that, like, a lot of times, like, flicking the minions. And yeah. I was used to, like, flicking on low HP. It was kind of, I kind of got used to it. And, well, I mean, afterwards, everyone's saying, like, why were you sitting on that low HP? Why didn't you just eat? I mean, I was doing that, like, for a lot of kills. I, it wasn't, like anything special that I was sitting on low HP flicking the minions. I just happened to, like, miss a tick, I believe, or was one tick late, something like that. And I just hit for 21.15, which was very unlucky, actually. Yeah. Like, 21.15 KO, like, yeah. that was kind of brutal, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Just awful. Yeah. I mean, it got me partnership in the end, so yeah. I guess it's sort sort of worth it. It it made me get a lot of exposure on Twitch. Was it was I it just a... was it just the clips like view like I'm assuming it was shared like everywhere. Was that? Yeah, I think like almost the whole community at the time saw it because I had uh, saw it. it was, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a combination of the clip being like spread everywhere and me progressing on Nutsmuts, which was the account after that. Like I progressed very quickly at the time. Uh, there wasn't really any streamer that like had extremely fast progression on on a hardcore. I think and now there have been there's been plenty that have progressed insanely fast, but it's also a lot easier now, I guess. Yeah, to progress faster. So and everyone knows like the methods as well. Yeah, exactly. Do this, do this. So what keeps? Okay, so two questions. First one is how many hardcores have you made now, total? I keep forget. I need to always go to my chat and like type the command deaths. <laughs> a lot like it's, it's something late, lately. Uh, I've just been forgetting my amount of deaths. Okay, seven deaths. Okay, so you've made eight, correct? Yeah. Well, nine I, with backup Andy. Okay. Backup Andy is technically my ninth one. <laughs> yeah. Backup Andy. Okay. Um. So, I I'm honestly whenever I watch hardcore streamers and they die in instantly remake they had no idea they were going to remake that morning and then they just send it and then they go really hard like what motivates that seriously and like you're one of those people that just you you remake and you go hard yeah well i think to do with more like multiple reasons one of the reasons being you've been well assuming you've been in like late game assuming you made it very far you've been in the late game for a long long time and like if you then start doing early game again it kind of feels refreshing in a way at least that's my experience yeah uh, when i've died in like a high level hardcore um so i think it's that and it's also just the play style it, it's very hard like once you get into hardcore and mode um it's so hard to get out of it like you're used to having that risk of losing your account or losing your status. And if you then start PVMing and that risk isn't there, it doesn't feel right. And you don't really get the same satisfaction out of doing PVM than like before. At least that's me. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot more people as well. I can totally understand that. Because I was initially a hardcore and then I got banned. And then I remade a hardcore. And then that one died. And I will say for those like following three weeks... It was just mm-hmm. like, damn, you're just sitting here with a little gray helmet. And I, I didn't even yeah. start out as a gray helmet. I'm just like, this <laughs> wannabe, I don't know. So Yeah, exactly. So I definitely feel that. So, But you have played on your Iron Man. And 
Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'll just ask, like, how do you, so you already said, like, it's not the same feel, but do you sometimes kind of wish you could get out of the hardcore mm. remake and just focus on yeah. an account? Definitely. I, I, like I say this sometimes, like, I kind of wish I could enjoy a regular Iron Man because I keep throwing, like, hours away, I guess, in a way, because I, I just don't touch the account usually after it dies. Well, not so much as, like, an exception. Yeah. And. I guess Hardcore Mods is now my alt, so I do play it, but a bit different. Um, but yeah, I kind of wish I could enjoy it as other people do, because I would just have an insane account probably uh, at this point if I, if I were just playing an Iron Man. There is a so, downside yeah. to it, and that downside is you're just hard camped at Nightmare and, TO, or Nightmare and Corp for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> I mean, not much different right now, I guess. But... Yeah, that's true. That's the grinds I have left on the main hardcore. So. Yeah, that's. Imp- I mean, seriously, I don't keep up with every hardcore mm-hmm. um, that like all the hardcore streamers make. But I swear, they will restart an account. You, you included. You'll restart an account, and I swear yeah. it feels like a week, and you're already at like ninety five Slayer. <laughs> like just, I, like that's literally what it feels like. But it's just yeah, because I mean- like time. I don't know. Time just feels like it's going so so fast it does feel like it's going very fast especially like in these times i don't know yeah no for sure bro like look at someone like beard squat for example like his account like his account progression is insane like beard, i don't know how he does it man i was there when beard squad was the first hardcore to 99 slayer went to a yeah. little party because i was a hardcore at the time too i was i was up there i was like rank 40 overall so i, mm-hmm. I had a little bit of clout to my name but i didn't stream back then or anything and no. no, but Beard is like, what the fuck? Do you remember yeah, that? I don't know. Do you remember that? He just stream? keeps going. He did like a dead man mode thing for like forty hours, just training. Really? <laughs> I that what it was some dead man like a season thing, and he had like it it just restarted like after like the previous season, and mm-hmm. he streamed for like forty hours straight and just trained. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck! Like, <laughs> I don't know. How you stay yeah. up for that long? I struggle that. with twenty-four hours usually. Oh so. yeah, same. <sighs> They're rough. Can't imagine. Yeah. No, that we got some absolute gamers. Alfie's another one that just goes yeah. hard. He goes hard as well. Not recently, I think. I think he's been taking it quite slowly. The last, like, yeah, last account, I guess maybe. He got been playing he a got, lot of Rust as well. He got fried on his. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at all. So I. I, we have a bunch of um of twitter topics thank you guys for mm-hmm. contributing but i want to ask a question that i kind of and this might even have been asked this might have been inspired by one but like mm-hmm. what do you feel about the culture of runescape sh- runescape twitch streams like osrs streams mm. like the culture that like it just seems like hardcore is the, the is like it you know like hardcore is like the mode you do when you're a streamer so how do you feel about that culture because i'll just like expand a little bit on it everybody everybody seems to like just rip on hardcore mode with like even even like you guys yourselves will rip on it of how just stupid it is that you could just die to a dc yet it's like it is the thing to do and every viewer loves to watch it well not, not every viewer but the majority of viewers love to watch that and streamers continue to push it out so what do you feel about just that in general like the culture of that um scene? i think it makes sense because it's just about that risk factor 
like there is something on the line um i think bugs terrier like kind of covers this a bit with like death mechanics as it is um it's just not punishing really like sure you have to pay a fee nowadays but i mean no no one really cares like it's not that big of a fee not that big of a deal um it's just something that it has to be something on the line i guess it's also like with new content release um like tb release for example it was very exciting like whoever was the first team to get like versic and stuff like everyone would like go from one stream to another when when like uh, a team wipes yeah. and it's all about like like risking that run or something i don't know there like has to be it has to be exciting and um there has to be something on the line whenever you do something i, I think that's it at least yeah no I, I can agree with that and to be fair there are certain pieces of content that are punishing without removing like 5,000 hours from an account. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Nightmare is one of the most obnoxious, most punishing things. Same with TOB, when you wipe at, like, Phase 3. That's, like, horrible. But Mm -hmm. Nightmare has a special place where it's, like, you die on the pillar phase of Phase 3 after 20 minutes. (laughs) I mean, that's that's specifically solos, I guess, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, We still have to walk all the way back. No, there, there is the punishing thing, but I will admit... um, you know the game. This is like an art. This is a like a conversation in the zone of like what we think death, how punishing it should be. And mm-hmm. currently, yeah. I actually think it's pretty well balanced. And the the whole reason I think it's balanced with like death mechanics is because there's just DCs and DDoSing problems that have happened in yeah, the past. Definitely. There's just like no way to like really bypass that. No, there isn't. Yeah, I, I do get why the death mechanics are as they are, but it also has its effect on like what what is exciting to watch yep. and yep. what is exciting to do for some people. Hundred percent. Okay. In fact, I want to let's actually cover Box Terrier's thing right now. He says, "Would more punishing death mechanics make a regular Iron Man more interesting to you? Should there be a different Iron Man mode, such as an Iron that wipes upon death?" So again, we kind of were already discussing just yeah. the problems with DCs, but. Hmm. Uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, you always have a DC issue, uh, unless they can figure something out for that, which I doubt will ever happen. But um, yeah, I think that would make it a lot more interesting for me because then there is a risk whenever you do something like you still want to survive. You, there is like pressure. You have to do well and. Uh, if you don't do well, you'll lose stuff or you lose progress, basically. Yeah. But yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, what... It's just so tough because... Okay, so, okay, I want to I wanna ask this. They mm-hmm. proposed, and I want to say it passed. I'm not positive. They proposed a thing where you could have, like, a another person teleport you out of TOB. Yeah, I true. That, I think that did pass. Okay, I'm just making sure. I think it ain't. did as well. What do you think of that? Um, I think it's fine. I do think it's hard to pull off, though, if I'm going to be honest. Like, there's not much time to run towards <laughs> yeah. someone unless you can throw it or something. I don't know. Or, but... I, think it's just, I think it's just a thing where somebody can have it and they click it and you instantly go. I don't think you have to throw uh. it or anything. I think it like connects to you. Right. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not too sure about it. Um, I think it's good. Like it's 
DC protection somewhat, yeah. in a way. Um, I don't think anyone would use it to save someone because they're in a bad situation. I doubt it would really get used like that, unless yeah. you're... You, if, if you have to get saved like that, you're not ready for it, so... <laughs> yeah. You would save yourself, I feel like, but yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I asked you first because I, I like to ask hardcores that have already remade a bunch of times and maybe feel it's unfair. Um, mm, nah. I mean, I, it did feel, like, when I saw it, like, bro, if only this was in the <laughs> game back then. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, no. Can't really... I'm still doing TB myself. Like, maybe if I had it done, <laughs> maybe I'd be like, oh, man, it's unfair, but I probably still wouldn't have minded it. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a great thing for the And I'm surprised they can even code that. Like, it's yeah. pretty crazy. But I always think, you know, DC protection, sure. In fact, mm-hmm. I'd almost say it's it would be okay if you just had that all around the game. You just had, like, yeah. a, a crystal that just... You could just be on another account with a different, like, Wi-Fi or something. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then just yeah. whenever you DC, just insta-click that teleport, like, <laughs> on the other account, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, if, that's, if those are the, like, procedures that you're willing to, like, make every single time, I think it's totally yeah. fine. I do wonder, though, like, surely they can see, like, server DCs, right? Like whenever their yeah. server DCs, like it, like let's say your internet DCs, tough shit, kind of. Uh, should have gotten better internet, I guess. Like that. Yep. <laughs> but if, if it's the server side, if it's not your side, I feel like it's unfair. Um, so like, surely they can see when a server like spikes or whenever it DCs. I, I would imagine so. But yeah, what would they? the stance they make and i think it's just the easiest stance for jags is they don't have to do anything it's just yeah i mean it's just yeah. they have to invest in it they have to invest in a system that would work for hard cramming but at the same time they kind of have a flawed game mode now where if the server dcs you can just get fucked over yep so yeah do you do you think that every single every single piece of content should be dangerous for hardcores in an ideal situation, I should ask, or I should say. Yeah, I think, like, let's say Hard Grimen came out tomorrow. Uh, I would say, yeah, everything has to be a dangerous death. Yeah, definitely. That would make sense. Not dying, like, that's the whole point of the game mode. So, um, unless it's, like, unavoidable in, like, a quest or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I think if you die anywhere, then yeah. you should just lose your status. So, what do you think... <clears throat> I've heard talk that they're going to come out with an an inferno hard mode. I mean, mm-hmm. what is, that should be dangerous? You think an inferno hard mode? That's um, let's just let's just imagine mm. it is like inferno. It's like inferno was on release, just like inferno yeah. two. It's just a it's a lot harder, so it'll take a day for like Wooks to do it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> would that would that? Let's just say also in the past, like, and if Infernal mm. Capes had always been dangerous, do you think an Infernal oh. Cape on a <laughs> on a hardcore would have been the most crazy thing ever? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. God, that I it's really Inferno so quickly. I really wish it had been dangerous in hindsight. Like, yeah. I'm just looking at it now. I'm like, that would have been so mm-hmm. cool. You see a yeah, hardcore but... with an Infernal, you're like, there's no. It's it's different when you see like a hardcore with like a scythe or something like. Mm-hmm. They could have potentially spooned it, you know, one KC or something, or gotten yeah. carried. But when you see a person with an infernal cape, 
Like you got to understand yeah, the risks they were taking. Like yeah, I would say though, if Inferno Hard Mode would come out today, I don't think it should be dangerous because Inferno isn't dangerous itself. So I think in the current game as it is and the current game mode as it is, I don't think it should be dangerous because of how everything has already been. Yeah. No, I I can understand that. The other thing is like, what sucks is with a lot of hardcores, you basically have to have like a max main or like at least max mm-hmm. combat on like the side just to practice things. Which yeah, especially like, I mean, if you're like your first hardcore that makes it to like PVM stuff, then definitely like right nowadays on my main hardcore, like I I didn't really practice anything. Um to do on that account i think but that's all all because i've already done that on other hardcores when i practiced on my alt before well maybe like galvec being an exception but that's just because of how many one-shot mechanics it has (laughs) yeah all right yeah um let's see i so we i guess we kind of went into this but bf rocket asks what got you into streaming and what is your favorite thing to do in osrs so right. can you yeah so what got me into streaming yeah let's go a little bit deeper the end into game that. Yeah. the end game um art gravity gameplay i think it's mainly like back then there wasn't really any like high level hardcores i think that's like streamed or barely um doing servers back then like i think foe did it um and he has like n- number one kc for all we know because there wasn't any high scores for it yet um, which was like 1.1k and um it was like not a it was not a usual thing for hardcores to do Cerberus. Like there were very few hardcores that I knew of that would do Cerberus. Because that was like the big thing back then. There was really, really anything was, else. Now that I think back, yeah. Yeah. And it was like the most dangerous thing you could do. Um So it was very exciting and uh it was also like a sense of accomplishment, like uh yeah. Like you're one of those few people that have taken on servers, and it was very unusual. So that's kind of like I really want to stream it because it wasn't really shown that much. Not really pe- many people streamed it. So yeah, I think that's kind of uh, that was mainly what the got thing. me into streaming. Yeah, okay. and like, what's my favorite thing to do? I don't know if I have a favorite thing. I do a lot of stuff in the game. I don't really like Rocket Camp's raids all day, usually. <laughs> That's the main thing he does. Yeah. I don't really. I mean, I guess you could say TAB is the main thing I do, but that's not even true. Like, I don't. I do other shit as well. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd still say TAB is like most thing, most fun thing to do for me. Because of like how risky it is and how rewarding it is to see that purple chest, like oh. it's so rewarding. It feels <laughs> so, so good. good. Like the first purple you get, that that feeling, like especially on a hardcore, I would like to think, like bro, that that's gonna be an item for me that I don't have, and yep. it's gonna be sick because there's not many hardcores with TAB items, and that that just feels amazing. Like when you see that purple, like dude, it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> I got a purple. <laughs> Uh, you just got so excited. Um, I think that's the that's the main thing. Like even with uh, chambers, like getting your first purple, it's always it always feels amazing because anything is good. Really, everything is a unique. You can't get a dupe. Um, I mean, I guess with chambers, you could uh, 
you could maybe say that an arcane score is not very good, but even if it's new, like it's still an unlock, it's yeah. still something new. So but, yeah. I vividly remember your scythe on the hardcore, that clip yeah. where you were just lost for words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <clears throat> I want to know the full story. Was that was that to complete TOB? Like, have you completed TOB on a hardcore? Just no. Like, okay. No. I never completed TMB before. My current hardcore is the closest, but okay. so I need the scythe. So, oh, so right now uh, you're just missing scythe. Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah. when you got a scythe, though, there had only been, I believe, one other hardcore. Yep, one other hardcore. XZN had a scythe, and didn't he just get one? Like, or uh, I, I don't know how long long ago. Like, uh, at that it time. was probably wasn't that long that he had it. No. Okay. Yeah. And not long after me, Signard got one as well. Oh, yeah. But uh, I was, like, the first streamer to get one. Signard so kind of crazy. booned that place. Hilt, oh, wait, yeah. Hilt was his last thing, wasn't it? was something else. Wasn't Hilt uh, his last thing he needed? Yeah, yeah. Averting, yeah, Averting <laughs> Hilt was his last thing, yeah. <laughs> that is so stupid, dude. It is. You'll see people with, like, 12 Hilts and, like, two Justice yeah. pieces and nothing else. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think I had, like, seven Averting or something or six on Nuts Muts. So, uh, I guess I brought that up, but I want to ask, what is your, what is the best moment you've had uh, playing the game? Like, most exciting? Uh, uh, by far, the Elijah Sigil. On, that's far. on your current account, correct? Yeah. And what KC was that? <laughs> 45. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is up with all the, the spooning Ellie's? You, you had gotten yeah. it around the time Defy did, right? Or a little oh. bit before that? Yeah, definitely a bit before that. Okay. Yeah. Everybody he was didn't spooning get it long Ellie's. after me, though. Like, Sorry? I don't know if you noticed that. Like, everyone was spooning Ellie's right then. Like, I mean, you got to keep in mind, though, like, no one really goes on raid for an Ellie. Like, oh, no yeah, one nobody. kills that many corp. You, well, I say no one, but almost no one kills that many corp. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's not many Iron Man that have the raid for an Ellie. Yeah. No, for sure. So you always see the spooned ones because there is barely any non-spooned ones. So was the the Ellie was the best thing you've ever seen? Yeah, or just your best yeah. moment. I I would like to think it's my like my favorite moment, like the moment I got the most excited. Like I was keep in mind, I didn't have anything from Corp yet. Like <laughs> my luck was empty, so I was maybe expecting like a spirit shield, maybe holy elixir. Yeah, I was not expecting a sigil whatsoever, let alone an Elysian sigil. Like. Dude, that's that's like the most crazy thing to get on on like on an account. Yep, that's, in my opinion, that's still to me like one of the greatest items you can ever see on the ground. And yeah, not only is it such a cool item and so iconic, and like it's actually really, you know, um, it's actually a good item too, like stats wise, like just that passive yeah, effect and stuff. But also, it's the relief. Of just, I don't have to go beyond, like, 4,000 KC to go get an Ellie if I ever camped it, you know? It's like, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the relief is the most part, I feel like. I guess so. Not for me, though, because I wasn't really planning on going for an Ellie. That's true. I, was, I did say that, like, earlier in that same stream I got it, I think. I was like, oh, if I... Um, the only way I'd go for a completion at Corp is if I get the Ellie before having both Arcane and Spectral. Because I would yeah. go for those two. But if I got the Ellie, like, anywhere in between those two or before that, then I'd go for a completion eventually. Yeah. Um, and then I just got it that same stream. I was <laughs> like, bro, well, this means I'm going for a completion, I guess. 
Yeah. No, so, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that would be no, has any hardcore completed corp? Yeah, I think there is. And pet? One. Um, not sure about pet. I, I, I do think it's boosted though, but yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't really count those. That might just be me. I mean, I know the community is very divided on it, but I just think boosting corp on a hardcore Iron Man is a bit, bit too much. On a regular Iron Man, I don't really care too much. You could say it's the same thing, but it really isn't because you're taking away the risk of doing corp on a yep. hardcore. So yeah, I'm really glad they made that change. Yeah, definitely. Fix corp because that was actually so disgusting. There was there was always arguments like, oh, like alting helps a little bit but you're putting in more effort for more reward but like Mm -hmm. bro corp was like three times as fast and zero risk and like zero like i don't know it's just like way too op for what it was and i i actually really love how corp is now because now it actually like um you actually get rewarded for having good gear on your Mm -hmm. account because it used to be like oh you could literally just have a spear on your main hardcore and like just be fine yeah or on your main iron man and then just have two decked out accounts but now it's like no if you have like inquisitors or something you're actually getting rewarded Mm -hmm. for having that you know is that really worth bringing um inquisitors Inquisitors? for the first specs are i have never so i remember having missed like 18 warhammer specs one time before i had inquisitors i have never missed more than seven in a row and those are rare when um, you miss okay. like seven spikes. Like I've never gone beyond seven zeros initially. Yeah. Would you think like let's say I had a full inquisitors, would you think it's worth it for me to do it on a hardcore? Um don't you if get you like destroyed? Ang- if you angler up, and it would just be for Dragon Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is worth it if you had like okay. the full thing. Right. And you could also just run in there with an Ellie and like initially. Yeah, I, d- I did that. Where like whenever I had my shield completed, I would run in with the Ellie equipped and switch to the defender last second, basically. Yeah. You could do that and you could also just like wear a, like an ACP or something running in and then just switch to the Halberk like right at the yeah, end. Yeah, true. True. But yeah, for hardcore, I don't even know what the. I'm pretty sure, like, dude, anglerfish are so OP for hardcores. Oh, those definitely, are, yeah. <laughs> those are such a good fish. It sucks how they just suck ass to fish. But Yeah, true. I mean, they're a lot better now with the uh, Temporal's loot. Oh, the, uh, what's yeah. It called? The, the barrel. Flakes or whatever. Oh, yeah, and the fishing the fishing barrel and the flakes. Fishing barrel as well, yeah. That's yeah. disgusting. I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard it's very good. I got to eventually get on the Temporal's grind because there's a lot of valuable things that, that I really want, but mm-hmm. I just don't enjoy Temporal's. I don't know. I think it's okay. It's it probably more is like... okay. I'm probably just like a little. I'm just whining. I think I just because because I actually I'm... think it's balanced content. I just don't enjoy yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have fishing left to get nine to nine with, so I can just trade my fishing there while I do it. That's, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, those those spirit flakes would be really nice at dark crabs. I know you can't do that, but. I mean, I Though, <laughs> that that two tick dark crab method with spirit flakes novice sent me like a message like a few months mm-hmm. back showing it and i was like oh that looks amazing how good is it it's just like you're well right like currently if you two tick dark crabs you get a thousand dark crabs an hour 
and, thousand okay yeah and then on top Jeez. of that with spirit flakes i think it's like 1500 right because it's just 50 percent more mm-hmm yeah that is insane and it's so easy to get dark crab bait you can get like pro- you could probably get ten thousand bait within an hour pretty easily all right then so that's pretty good so do you this is one of the other topics i kind of like i always like to just ask any hardcores but mm-hmm. what seems to happen and i know you're a remake so it's not like it really matters because as soon as like you die you just restart another account but yeah do you ever feel like you're getting uh how do i put this like you're almost getting scammed out of certain content like for example clues you get a wilderness step and you have to drop it or mm. the the chaos altar where you get double prayer and like things like things like that where it's it's almost like as soon as you did die you wasted all that time dropping clues and doing oh like that okay, yeah I yeah i guess mean, i ask yeah. in that way but which means it doesn't really relate to you because you will literally just you're already planning on yeah. starting a new account so you're like referring to like feeling bad about using like bones when like, yeah. you die you could use them yeah, I don't really feel like that because I don't really plan on playing the Iron Man afterwards. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really, I don't really care. I guess um, if I feel like left out of content that I because I can't do it, uh, I, I wouldn't really say so. Like worldy clues, I decide to not do them. I guess if I don't want to do them, sometimes I do them. Like uh, kind of depends what step I'm on. Like if I'm on step six on a on a master clue. And I get a worldy step. I'll yeah. most likely do it. Um, usually not on stream, but <laughs> yeah, no. And but I, it's pretty yeah. crazy how safe the worldy really is. Like it really is. It's so yeah. dead. It's literally so dead. Unless you like, unless you like announce to people you're going out of the wilderness. Like it's pretty easy. Yeah, that's why I don't do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm in the wilderness right now. Ooh. I could be. All right. I, I've been doing stuff in the wilderness, but. Yeah, I I don't really do it like every day. I don't want to really like create a pattern for people to like. Oh, he's going wilderness now. Yeah, and also like if you're in the wilderness in singles, it is so easy to not die as long as like a singles oh, yeah. team doesn't come. If you get yeah, a singles I mean, team on you, it's like oh shit. I had somewhat of a singles team on me on backup Andy when I was doing Venonatis. I don't know if you've seen that uh, video. No, but uh. It was kind of crazy. Like, they were all in, within my combat bracket as well. I was, like, combat 85 or something at the time, maybe. So they had, like, Zerkers uh, and Pures as well. And uh, I survived, like, 14 HP left, I think, as I tell you now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I never yeah. saw that. Yeah, did it, that, that was kind of crazy to me. I, I Your heart to is that probably so just... long. Oh, yeah. I screamed <laughs> after I got out. I'm like, holy... <laughs> That was like the most intense shit I'd ever done. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I was doing pretty well on the tanking. Like I, I got the prayers right most of the times, and I was eating pretty well. I mean, obviously I was panicking, but yeah, even though I was panicking, I still did all right. I would yeah. like to think. Uh, so, I mean that that shows though. I think I was sixty defense at the time, and I had like maybe eighty HP, maybe even less, and I had. Like eight brews on me, maybe. Wow. And I tanked a half TB. So, yeah, I was kind of proud of that one. And that also boosted my confidence a lot. 
because well on the main hardcore i have an elijah and like the stuff of the dead and full justy yeah that would be armadil so i i was like oh if i can tank on this account <laughs> with 60 defense oh i mean it wouldn't be an issue for me to tank uh, a singles team on the main hardcore i mean this was like maybe not that organized of a singles team like not a maxed gear um they were pretty geared though for their level for the combat level bracket but uh it's not like all volatile staffs and everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, it did boost my confidence a lot. That's being cool. in the wilderness. Um I feel I feel alright in the wilderness. I'm not like that scared. Yeah. The other the other kind of cool thing about I guess being a hardcore and just really, really caring about the status and like you mm-hmm. will you already plan on remaking if you did die, is you can yeah. literally go out in the wilderness with your best gear. And yeah, just, yeah, that, yeah, I like that. <laughs> like, just be like literally pimped out, full yeah. like brews, anglerfish, everything. Like, yeah, I think if I don't protect item, I risk like over one bill when I'm in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a reason to protect yeah. items. So. Yeah, that's insane. Mm. Yeah, but that, I mean, it also has its downside, I guess, because you will put yeah. a target on your head. I probably shouldn't have said that. I <laughs> risk one bill. In the no, wilderness. but like, I, I guess I just mean like it's just nice running in there and be like, I am like ready to go unless you again if you get piled by rot or something you're just dead regardless but that's when is that ever gonna happen yeah right? i guess it all just depends where you get piled though exactly like if if but, you're like around 30 wilderness it's maybe not that bad if you get halved yeah but uh if you're like uh at 50 wilderness and you like have to rely on like a lever maybe they can get another tb on you if they like pull the lever in the right yep. times i don't know that could be uh tricky I've been, uh, I I saw something in a Discord of some guy doing like these tree jukes. So you know when like if there's a guy mm-hmm. on you and then there's a bunch of like a bunch of patches of trees in the wilderness. Yeah. There, there's this cool way, and I actually did it against somebody when they saw me at the Chaos Druids. I finally ran past them and they were on me. But you can run through mm-hmm. this little pile of trees, and if you strategically step in certain areas, you can eventually just like basically guarantee yourself 10 seconds off i'm like if if they have like if they have cast a barrage on you or something and they're literally pathing mm-hmm. toward you there's a way to like step strategically around the trees that'll make it so he can never get to you it was really, right it was really interesting thing but yeah cool all right let's move on <clears throat> okay wolfie daddy asks regarding the support toxicity in our community on what aspects could we improve on and what are we really great at? Excited for this one. I don't fully understand that. So just, mm. I guess the community in general. Yeah. Uh, I think like what we're great at is like sharing achievements. I think is like something that this community is about a lot. Like, oh, I got 99, um, uh, I don't know, 99 agility or something. Like everyone is like excited about someone like maxing their stat or like maxing an account like everyone comes together like whenever someone maxes it's like there's most of the time there's like a max party and like we celebrate together like people yeah. like are excited for each other for their like account progress i think that's kind of cool that uh everyone comes together at such a, at some point i think like regarding toxicity um i guess that's mainly like in the game uh whenever like a, a PVM or in a PK, or like a lot of people say, like PVPers are toxic, but 
And a lot of the times, I see the PVMers being very toxic towards the PvP. -er. <laughs> I'm like, where, uh, why? Uh, so, I don't... I mean, I might be a little bit different on this because I used to be a PvPer, so I somewhat can relate to them, even though I was shit. Uh, like, I, I want to look at it from both sides, yeah. and I just don't see them, like, some people, like, why are you killing me? Because I only risk a spade, for example. I don't think you should use that as an argument. You're literally in the wilderness. You know you can get attacked. Um, tough shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. deal with it. It's your choice. They're just killing people in the wilderness because they like to. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I think... And every, every... There's toxicity in every single group. It's, yeah. I don't think that's ever just related to PvP. No, definitely not. I guess you could kind of maybe say, like, elitism is somewhat of, a, like, a toxicity. Yeah. Um... And I must say, maybe sometimes I'm a bit elitist myself without intending to. But, yeah, when you laugh at, like, at a noob because of how he's geared, for example, like, you could see it as toxicity. Um, I, I don't know. Whenever I see someone in, like, Chad gear, like, you obviously know it's a champion. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's, yeah, it's, it's great to see. I'm and not really, cute. like, laughing at them because I think it's funny that they're in shit gear. <laughs> it just like I just it, think it's great that they exist. Yeah, it, like it, it almost like reminds you of where you used to be because we all were champions exactly, at yeah. one point, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Like, dude, I remember. So I was a complete noob coming back to OSRS, and mm -hmm. I remember um, I was at Wyverns. So this is like probably I don't know, uh, like a month in or something. I had grinded seventy two Slayer, like. And then I was mm -hmm. like, I can finally go to Wyverns. And then I um, started ranging them. But I, I hadn't done, like, any quests really hardly. And I didn't know what animal magnetism was. And I didn't know how <laughs> I didn't know how to get the backpack. And I actually didn't even know what the backpack did. I just saw everyone wearing it. And yeah. then I was like... And then, like, like, I think I looked up what the backpack was. And it didn't have any prayer bonus. And I was like, oh, this, is, this thing's shit. I want to use, like, a god cloak. <laughs> so I was using, like, a god cloak ranging just because it had, like, one of those, like, it had, like, one prayer bonus, which I thought was, like, really yeah. cool. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't, I had no idea about ammo saving. Everyone would, like, laugh at me that I'm just wearing a cape while, like, shooting my crossbow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just totally reminds me of, like, the cute champion days when people <laughs> are wearing, like, full dragon crossbowing stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I must say, though, like, regarding toxicity, I get... The one thing I hate, like, people... When we're doing, like, team chambers, I don't know if you do many team chambers, but... Nah. um, I sometimes see, like, when I'm watching streams or when I'm doing, like, a mass raid myself or something like that, and there's always people that are like, do this, do that. Um, You're not doing this correctly. Um, I kind of hate that, like... Dude, some people are just not that experienced with the content. Don't, like, blame them, like, because you know best. I I, I just, I kind of hate that. Like, people are like, oh, you're doing it wrong again. Like, oh, dude, leave, just leave the, the raid or whatever. I don't know. I, yeah. It just, that just triggers me. I'm like, bro, like, you just got to accept that some people aren't that familiar with the content yet. And and there's uh, there's definitely a difference of saying you're not doing it right and, like, flaming you for it. And then... 
if yeah. somebody's asking, please help me where you can, like, give me advice. There's definitely yeah, a, exactly. dr- yeah. a line there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I like to do, like, sub rates as well, and I don't always get, like, the most experienced people on the sub rates, and, I mean, I know that. Uh, I signed up for that, so uh, as long as there's not, like, all learners in my team, I'm fine with it. But, uh, yeah, sometimes they're, like, low KCUs with me, and I just try to give them, like, constructive feedback i guess like something that can they can do something with yeah. but sometimes they also feel bad because they like they feel like they're dragging the team down and then they'll end up leaving after the raid anyway because they're like oh i don't feel comfortable because i feel like i'm letting you guys down so yeah i just tried to be like including i guess i don't, I don't want to say like oh you can't come because you don't have any experience because you gotta get experience by trying it so yeah. now i that's that's humble of you to bring other people. I never really did. I, I did a few team chambers back when I used to do chambers like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But they always just stressed me out. And sometimes you just have to accept like <laughs> when you do things like that, like community events, you just have to mm-hmm. totally disengage from like, I don't know. You almost just have to like let people do what they're going to do and just try not yeah. to let it bother you. Just like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. It's just a game. Sure. Let me just like sit back, relax, just do my own thing, <laughs> just not worry. Because <laughs> if you're trying to be like, no, 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 do this, do this, do this, like in a helpful yeah. way, it gets overwhelming. It's just so Definitely. stressful. Definitely. So, yeah. Sometimes you just let people learn, and you know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What do you think, actually, of team content? Do you think solo is? what i ask this a lot and a lot of people love solo content because it doesn't involve any planning with other people you can just go send it a million times that's runescape's a grinding game where it's like Mm -hmm. you just want to go in but what do you think of team content and then the other question is do you want raids three to really be really be exclusive to teams and not be a soloable thing um i think team content is good uh I don't mind the option there to be so like to, for it to be soloable. I do feel like it's a bit weird that sometimes the solo method is like always the best method to do. Like when it comes to like getting items, like it's like the most efficient way of doing something. Uh, I'm not sure if that should be the thing. Or should that should be the case? But I think team content is fine. I get that some people don't like it, maybe, but. Uh, at least, like, let there be a choice, like, oh, you can do this in a team, or you can do it solo. I think that's fine. Um, I think Team Content is, is fun, in my opinion. I think it's yeah. fun. I think they did really well with TOB being, like, yeah. where solo actually is not worth it. It's, like, the one piece of content where, like, soloing isn't really worth it. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of interesting how they managed to pull that off. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. the only way, the only reason that actually pulled off was because of that, like, 15 minutes you're sitting there at Phase 2, Verzik. Yeah, I think yeah, if it yeah. wasn't for Definitely. that, Solos would actually be the meta if you were, like, talented enough. Yeah. I mean, I think Solos is still best if you know how to do it. If you never fail, either. It's like the, yeah. the chance of failing is so high. So if you're, like, flawless with your Solos, then I think it's technically still best, but you need to be very skilled at the game to pull that off, so yeah so many um, people that could do that yeah but i if they if they had gotten rid of like that 15 minute thing right there it would definitely mm. be like people would probably go for 
really try to master solos just to get oh like, definitely i think best so too. per hour because i think duos currently are like just so good for normal tobs duos are pretty chill as well yeah at least as long <laughs> well as i say teammate. it is but yeah you, you need a very good teammate i would usually run with chris keys and well he knows uh tob very well so i i guess maybe if you have a very good teammate it's good but if you're not that like not that good together like you gotta you kind of kind of like get used to your, your like play style like each other's play style when you're doing duos i think so you do need like that sort of like chemistry i guess or the other one has to be very good yeah Okay. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, <laughs> uh, let's. This is a little off topic. Prem mm-hmm. or Prem or whatever asks talk about diet and meal prep. How do you guys normally mm-hmm. eat versus how do you eat when you're pushing for a big day, week, month? Uh, I don't. I don't think I have different like i don't eat any different i think whenever i push for something as far as i'm aware maybe like i guess you could say like when i'm doing like a 24 hour i like i'm a bit more prepared of like what i'm gonna eat and like what i'll what i might do i do have in the house to eat for whenever but other than that i don't really plan anything yeah my there yeah with 24 if i'm planning a 24 hour stream I will make like a sandwich, put in the fridge, mm-hmm. get some like other snacks, get some drinks prepared. Yeah. But yeah, no. If <sighs> the last time I actually meal prep, so when I think of meal prep, I think of like prepping for like five days worth of meals and putting in Tupperware. Cause I remember doing mm-hmm. that a few times in college. I yeah. hate that. Cause by day four and day five, the food is dry mm. and gross. Yeah. I hate that. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I would never do that. that. It's horrible. It's horrible. Like I would maybe like buy like a pizza or something that I can just shove yeah. in the oven and then <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. But other than that, not really. Yeah, I'm talking about like rice and chicken yeah, and no. stuff that's just sitting in a Tupperware for five days. It just gets. <laughs> it just kind of gets nasty. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That that's. I the thing is, is like I don't. This question, it honestly kind of makes me, um, I don't know, makes me kind of like think to myself, I don't ever really push myself that hard in this game where it's mm-hmm. like, I want to achieve, I want to achieve something by this date. It's, yeah. I hardly ever play like that. There's been times where I'm like, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta get this done by this time. But yeah, yeah. I think the only time I've had that is when I went for my Infernal Cape. I'm not sure why that was. I think. I think that's something to do with like how long I was streaming for or whatever. I don't. Oh, I know, I know. It was the account age. I think I was like very close to being like half a year into the account. I think that was on nuts months, and that's when I started learning Inferno because I didn't have any Inferno cave in any account at that point. So I, I learned from scratch basically, and I set myself this goal. Okay, I want to have the Inferno cape when I before I hit the half year mark, so I can say like I got an Inferno cape within half a year. I guess. Yeah. So that that was like when I started really pushing myself and really trying to like get that cape before that time. I think I might have pulled it off as well, but I didn't really 
even then I didn't really like meal prep or anything. I just made a lot of hours per day, but I didn't do anything different. Yeah. So it is interesting, however, because I think of my <clears throat> my goals for after I get an Inquisitor's Mace, which I'll never get one of, yeah. these, one of these days, but um, is going for like 500,000 Seracnus. I know that just sounds absurd to anybody that just heard that for the first time, but like I want to complete the Elite Clue Log, and that literally cannot be done if I'm just playing the game. Like I have to actually set myself like kill this many a day or like set yourself yeah. or do this many kills a week or something where because that shit will never happen if you don't push yourself because it's just so many kills for sure yeah so i i think like that like so w- reading back on this question it almost makes me feel like maybe i should play the game a little bit more with like a goal in mind like get something done today or do this today because sometimes i'll just log in and be like yeah all right i'm done like log out mm-hmm. it's like i never really actually did anything i never actually had a plan of like doing anything that day in particular do you ever feel that way like where you'll like log in but you actually do set yourself a goal like i'm gonna do i'm gonna complete this and this and this before like um i don't think at my current stage of my my accounts uh i don't think i really have that like i definitely like when i'm in like an early game or like the mid game we're like going for like barrows gloves or something then definitely i've set myself like goals okay i want to achieve this and that um, today, because then I can do this or that tomorrow. Uh, yeah, there was left definitely a lot more planning into like the early game. There's a lot more to do in the early game as well. So, uh, and I liked like I like progressing fast early on. I don't know. There's something about that that just I don't know. It makes me happy. I guess like when yeah. I see my progression being that quick. Yeah. No. So yeah. What What was the best period? of osrs enjoyment in your eyes like what was the the time you were having just the absolute time of your life playing this game um hmm. difficult well for me hmm i guess the best time i had was when i was doing tb on nuts nuts probably that's probably the best time i've had like playing the game because it was very exciting and Definitely, like, TB on the hardcore was pretty um, unusual. At that time, not even not that much. Also, like, I kind of want to talk about, like, how content was so exciting, like, back in the day compared to now. Uh, I think I tweeted this, like, not too long ago as well. Like, when I was doing TB on my original hardcore, the one that died to the Armored Minions on hardcore mods, um, I planned a date for when I was going to do TAB, my first five TAB KC. And uh, it, was, it was so hyped that people from Australia went and set an alarm midnight <laughs> <laughs> to watch my stream. Um, like, that's how big of a deal it was. And nowadays, like, people are literally rushing TAB with, like, I don't know, 40 combat. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're very low level. And it's just weird how stuff has changed like that. Like it's not, it's no longer that big of a deal anymore because everyone in their nan does it. Yeah. Um, what? So, do you think the the cure for that, I should say, is making things more? I don't know, like punishing. I guess. Like I'm trying to think. Like 
imagine if there was a thing mm. like imagine like raids three yeah like i don't know i'm just trying to think i guess i'm going back to like hard mode inferno where it's like yeah. this is dangerous and if you and like that would be like the content where like a hardcore is doing hard mode inferno right now if he dies it's over like he's he's done yeah. and it's a single because the thing about tob is you can be carried and we saw yeah. that with uh what's his face mm-hmm. i remember cloud badass used to yeah yeah, yeah. he was kind of like i feel he feel he was like almost a pioneer of just like rushing tob there's probably other uh, people as well but i think he's like one of the first to do it yeah probably i, I do remember that and being like this is just silly because tob really is just as long as you don't die you're gonna get a good purple rate and yep. this is like the best place to be carried because it's just <laughs> it's so skewed yeah, i think there was also a question on that oh was there oh yeah how do you feel about boosting um chambers of chambers or tab leeching on hard gram and should jack uh, address these mechanics where's that at yeah what who's um, who said who asked that uh nike oh i see this Yeah, how so we can jump on that. Yeah, no. How how do you um, feel? I think for TAB it's a bit silly because you just get like a flat rate, I guess. If as long as you don't die, I mean, you do get more, you get the, you get a better chance if you get MVP points. But in the end of the day, it's not going to matter yeah, that much. And you're not like, going to have, have a scythe good... regardless. So anybody with yeah. a scythe over you is you're never going to get MVP. Yeah, exactly. Unless you like manipulate it, I guess. Because I have I've done that before where like oh I. I wanted to make sure I get the maiden MVP by just being the DPSer. I don't freeze anything. I just keep dealing damage on the boss, for example. And I mean, you can you can sort of manipulate the MVP to your name if you do things differently. But other than that, if you're like a very low account, you can't really do that. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think I've never been a fan of it. Like, I know like Rody has done it like D Sim and stuff. I always kind of, I mean. I, I want to say it's fine, but I don't support it. I guess uh, um, I think it's a bit, a bit weird because you're like not really participating, you're not really getting any damage. You're just yep. surviving. Uh, I agree. You're basically doing a two plus one. <laughs> I agree, and I actually th- was so glad that they finally got rid of one plus one nightmare. Yeah, because that was so dumb. How. You could have an account that was pimped out with, like, you could have an Iron Man, like, for example, I had full Inquisitor, Scythe, Harm, mm-hmm. and I'd yeah. be getting slower kills than some guy with literally a Hosta and just a, and a guy with tanking on the other end. Like, he could right. literally just have right. a Hosta, and then you could just go in there one plus one and get faster kills. Like, yeah, that's I, found, dumb. I found that so dumb how you could basically almost rush Nightmare, because all, and your inventory. In a one plus one, all it had to be was like some food and a couple prayer pots. You didn't even, if you didn't even have like torstals to make super combats, you didn't even need super combats. You just have your like tank help out with that. Like really, I mean, um, obviously okay. that, that would be preferred to bring that, but like you could have yeah. the most bare bone thing. We just bring lobsters and like a couple prayer pots and like be chilling. So I always found that silly with like boosting, where it's like you're doing this contents like not when you're supposed to almost you know it's just, you're just kind of like cheesing yeah, it yeah i do feel like with chambers though that's not really the case i you can't i mean you can you can definitely leech a team and still get completions but 
the way Chambers works is that you, it's based on the amount of points that you have. So it's, it's legit how much have you participated in the raid and how much damage have you done, I guess. Uh, so I feel like with Chambers, it's a bit different. I don't think it should be an issue because... Chambers is great. Your, your chance for a purple is literally whatever you participate in the raid. So And the thing is, like people are like, uh, uh, for example... Um... Uh, who's demo the... yeah demo he, he i guess I that's different yeah no no but i actually think what he does is fine because i feel like people have in their mind that chambers is supposed to be a pvm only thing but it was mm-hmm. literally designed as a skilling slash pvm thing where yeah you do both of them and in fact it dropped a, a dragon harpoon initially because that was almost like the skilling thing right. you get from it which is yeah funny how that was the only like thing you got but no, I like I find it totally fine. If you if you want to fish the entire time and get points mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like that's fair game because it's literally designed as PVM and skilling. You would like go skill yeah, for that's points. True. I do think it's a bit different though because the way Demo does it, he caps his points on like the account he's killing on with. So his points do not go towards him anymore. It goes towards the team. So you're basically adding up like, on the cap already that you already have. Because uh, he logs out on the account, I think, or he leaves the chat whenever he... Um, when, whenever almost almost dead. So the the total rate will have, like, 600k points or something, or 500k points, while the hardcore has, like, 130k, I guess. That's, like, the cap, 131k, I believe. So you actually have, like, a 60% chance or whatever it is, or even higher than that. So it's a bit different. In a yeah, way, it is kind of weird how that all. You works. are taking advantage of the fact that that one account that has done all, uh, like, leaves the chat. Yeah, but I think it's just, I think it's fine though, because he puts in so much effort per rate to get what he's like, what he desires. I guess um, it's a lot of planning. Like, you need so many more people to help you out as well. Yeah, but I guess it's still kind of leeching in a way. Yeah, now I can see that, <clears throat> but. Damn, those was it the one plus fifty that was like over twelve hours long of just yeah. He just looked like a mess, man. He just looked so exhausted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this looks like hell, dude. It it does seem like hell. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, nah. Um, I feel like boost. Like again, I'm not really qualified to talk on the whole chambers thing, mm. but uh. I do feel like TOB needs to be reworked to not yeah. to not just reward people for surviving. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Maybe like maybe like put like in the minimal amount of damage you need to deal with something. I don't know. Uh, I I always just felt like it should literally just be damage dealt, like just percentage yeah. wise. It doesn't even need to be room MVPs or anything. True. Just however much damage you dealt in this um will be Mm -hmm. your chance and i feel like that's just the fairest thing like there's always ways to cheese that but like that's tends to be the most fair because if you did try to cheese it then the whole raid would be longer by trying to get like a person to do more damage yeah for sure and that's what i've been doing with um if chris is on the duos like he lets me for example after the Zarpus Screech, he just lets me finish the last phase. <laughs> he just doesn't touch it or barely touches it. Oh, nice. So it's like just guaranteed to, MVP. Yeah, just to make sure I get the Zarpus MVP. Nice. Stuff like that. And he like lets me camp the um, Dawnbringer at P1. Yep, that so is, I, that's huge. 
So yeah, I get the uh, P1 MVP all the time. And is Zarpus um, a two-point like room? Uh, I think so, yeah. And then Phase 1's two-point as well, right? Yeah. Nice. Pretty sure. So yeah, that way I actually get like raid MVP sometimes without any deaths. That's well, awesome. Quite often, actually. It's like 50-50 usually. And that's the thing with understanding mechanics. There's always going to be ways to manipulate it once you understand the mechanics of like how yeah. content works, which is just inevitable yeah for sure but you're paying the price by just having the raid take a little bit longer yeah yeah MVP, yeah so definitely okay you gotta feel comfortable doing so i guess yeah yeah rills asks what person in osrs did you learn the most from or who inspires you Ooh. i guess that's a hard question i think in regards to like the game i suppose um Probably, it's probably, like, Chambers-related. I want to say, like, Ari and Rocket. Um, even Exact, probably. Like, probably, like, taught me a lot of stuff in Chambers of, like, what, what you should be doing. Like, I think the, ma- the main thing, the main reason, um, like, I know how to do solos is probably by watching other people do solos. Uh, like, watching D- Ari do solos. I remember at a time where I knew how to do solos, and Ari was, like, Pega placing around the room and he didn't know what he was doing um and i i used to like laugh at that like haha he doesn't know how to solo but then i think i died or something and i had to like restart my account and at that time Ari had learned how to do solos and he was a lot better than me all of a sudden like bro <laughs> he has learned so much in such a short time yeah and uh i think it's mainly just watching those solo chambers streams that has just learned me a lot of how to set it up, how to set the melee hand up and everything. Yeah. So I think that's probably in-game where I learned most from. Um, I'm not sure how he intends this question. Maybe he also means, like, streaming-wise. Maybe. Yeah, go ahead. Um, So I could also go into that one. Um, I'm, I'm not too sure. I, I want to say Foe, because Foe, he's, like, one of the first streamers that I've watched on Twitch, like, when I get into the scene, I, I never really watched any streams uh, for quite some time. Um, it was pretty new for me back then. I think, like, the first person I started watching was Flo. And he kind of... Well, he and other people inspired me to start hard cram and game mode in the first place. Um, but also, like, his kind of play style. He's, like, kind of chill. Like, he doesn't take the game that seriously. Um... He's he's always in a chill vibe when he's streaming usually, and uh, I like that. Like I don't like being like all sweaty. Like oh, I have to be very efficient with the game because that means I'm progressing the fastest way. Uh, I'm not really like that at all. I'm. I would like to think I'm not that efficient. I mean, I'm mining amethyst right now, trading my mining, so <laughs> not not quite that inf- efficient. So. Um, so I think streamer-wise, I'd say Fly would be the person that I learned most from. Yeah, that's mostly regarding to like place talent, how 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 his vibe is in the stream as well. I like Fo. <clears throat> I started watching him like years ago, and I you know what was always interesting about Fo is, um, he just first starting watching him, his whole like premise almost of his stream was like he's a pvmer you know 
he does like yeah. iron man pvm and stuff and mm-hmm. i you know what was so interesting is like the inferno came out something that was truly going to push his limits and i remember um you know shout out foe but he's definitely one of those people that likes to be good at something yeah and so when he's not good at something or something's going to be challenging he kind of just kind of strays away from it yeah yeah yeah. but it was all it was really cool because i know he had kind of delayed inferno for Mm -hmm. quite a bit because i'm assuming this is again just my own theory is just just because of the fear of not being able to do it or taking too long or whatnot right but I will yeah. say I I like that after he finally completed it, I feel like he's really been, I don't know, just I guess a lot more confident in his, in his abilities and he's tried oh, he's tried out other things. Because like, yeah. I mean, he started like flicking Sarah and stuff afterward and then he started trying to learn how to flick Bandos and things like that. Like getting yeah. that confidence under your belt of something that seems like to be the hardest yeah, really sure. stretches you and like, puts you in a better place yeah. for like future content yeah i feel like with most streamers though nowadays like everyone has gotten or i guess not even not even just streamers i think the, the, the player the player base has gotten so good at the game in general um i think that's also to do with the fact that there hasn't been much new introduced to the game so yeah. people have just been getting better at what's already there um but yeah i feel like the the community has like gotten so good at the game that Stuff like flicking is like very normal nowadays. So yeah, shout out to uh, people getting better at the game. <laughs> yeah, and I I will always respect somebody for going outside of their comfort zone, learning something because it's yeah it's horrible initially. I feel like anybody can mm-hmm. agree to that. It's just it's painful. You're gonna fail a bunch. You're gonna look like an idiot. Sure, but you're gonna get so much better, and that's you know what I discovered with a lot of things and just you just got to try stuff you just got to go for it and on top of trying things you got to actually put your you got to put yourself into like a critical thinking state almost where like bandos flicking initially i used to just think oh you can just go there and like with enough time you'll get good at it (laughs) but it really comes down to you got to be critically thinking of what is happening right now why why am i praying this like what is what is going on that's making this happen and, that's, and also, if you're doing something wrong, know what you're doing wrong. Exactly, and that's where the learning that, really starts. Yeah, hitting. I really like love the um, like the the solo tamers learning that. Like, I I really whenever someone asks me for advice, like, oh, how do you get better at solo tamers? Like, how how did you learn it? The 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 thing I say usually is like, I know what you're doing wrong. Like, if you don't know what you're doing wrong and you just keep going, you're not going to learn anything. Yep. So, um. If the hat doesn't turn or uh, it does two attacks, for example, like know what's going on or be curious to like why it's happening. Because uh, when I was learning it, I just kept calling out, oh, I did this wrong because it didn't do it or it didn't turn the head because I was too early. Or I was one tick late or I, something like that. Um, I just kept calling out what I was doing wrong. And that way I learned. And that's my experience at least. And sometimes you just can't know what's going wrong. Yeah. Because you're just so new sure. to it. But and in that case, yeah, you just gotta keep going until you understand. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a bit like uh in a good position in that way because I have people watching me, so people that already know what they're doing. So they can just tell me what I was doing wrong. So that's a good that's like a very nice position to be in. Not always though, because sometimes people are just gonna be flaming you because you're doing yeah, it wrong. Yeah. But 
it usually helps out a lot, especially like with stuff like solo chambers and Inferno as well. I um I had a lot of help from the chat when I was doing Inferno, like a lot of advice from people. Gotta say though, you gotta filter the advice to like the people that you know are giving you the right advice because yeah, exactly. there's other people telling you to do something that's bullshit that's not going to help you in any way yeah so yeah so do you feel uh because you've remade so many times do you feel like every single time you run through it again like you learn something new and like you almost get excited for the next time you get to run through it because you're going to try like this mm -hmm. other route almost yeah, I guess so. Um, I guess you could say, like, with, like, backup Andy right now, I'm trying out a lot of different stuff on that account because uh, I wanted it to be different. I didn't want it to be just an, another account that I went the same route with or the usual route, I guess, that people take. I wanted it to be different because, well, it, it was a second account. I just... I already have a good account, so I might as well take the risk of doing something like like spice it up. I guess that's why I went for like Gauntlet straight away, which some well, I have done Gauntlet before, but not on a low level. Like that's different. Um, and I've learned a lot of accounts as well, where I just pushed my limits a bit more. Went to like Sarah very early on Nuts Muts, I believe. Um, got myself. I think I got ACB like very early on that account. Just because I was like I was licking the minions as well, which is something I'd never done before, and I will I was I was always doing something different. Like not so much rushed God Wars, like to some extent, but I think one of my other accounts also rushed God Wars, but even earlier and a different boss. Backup Andy currently is doing bandos at under 100 combat, doing the range method, which is completely new to me as well. So I like to try out new things whenever I make a new account. I don't always take the same route yeah it's still somewhat similar to to another account but i never have like a set route i don't follow any guides either so a lot of people ask me like oh which guide did you follow or do you have your own guide but that's also like a topic i'm interested in like people ask me a lot uh can you recommend a guide or uh can you make a guide for us because we know you've like progressed a lot of our hardcores already at this point and I've always kind of been against this. I've always kind of, I don't know, not really despised, but I don't like having a guy tell you, you should be doing this right now because this is the best thing to do. Um, I'd like doing something that I feel is good for my account and something that I'll enjoy doing or feel like it's worth doing, I guess. Because not everything is that enjoyable, I must admit. Like agility, I hate it, but it has to be done. Um... Yep. But yeah, uh, so I think following a guide is not necessarily bad. You can use it as a, literally as a as a guideline. You can take stuff from it, but not follow it completely. That's the way I would use a guide if I would use one. Same. But yeah, I still I'm not a fan of it. I I think that would actually be really sick if you made a guide. And I know you, you already <laughs> just voiced your opinions on what. Yeah. You know, and people don't need to follow, and you could voice that in your guide. But, like, some of the time, and I see this myself, like, people ask me for a guide. And I'd be mm -hmm. like, people know better than me. I don't know everything, yeah. you know? But you really do know a lot more than you think. Because, for mm -hmm. example, if for I sure. were to if I were to remake a, a, a hardcore right now, 
I would have no idea where to start because there's been so many meta changes. Yeah. And so if you had made like if if you made like a hardcore like 2021 hardcore like mm-hmm. guide it yeah. would give it's not even like i'm going to follow it to the t it's just like wow i did not even know that this was a method to do or you know visit right. things you do so honestly somebody that's made <laughs> somebody that has gone so high, okay honestly how many hours do you think you've spent on hardcore total <laughs> like a rough Ooh. estimate um so I've been streaming for over three years now. I think my hardcore was already maybe a year old when I started streaming, perhaps. So that's like four years of playing hardcore in-game time. Probably a bit less than half of that. I've made quite some hours a day, so... Yeah. No, you're definitely qualified well, to make a guide. Yeah. I'll just say that. So... Yeah. And I know, like, it, it could just be, like, tips and tricks on, like, how you start. It doesn't need to be, like, a full in-depth thing. And, like, yeah. a lot of the time, guides That's are just true. overwhelming to make because you have to, like, have all these numbers prepared. But, like, no, nah, it's yeah, just... this step, next step. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. just, like, these are the thing. These are the, like, core things mm-hmm. I do when starting an account. And I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's something to consider. Yeah. yeah. But I agree with you where I hate following guides to the T. Unless it's a quest yeah. guide, then I'll follow. Yeah, I mean, that's team. different. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fucking around. Yeah, or just click the blue. You know, yeah. click, click the blue with the quest helper. That plugin is busted. <laughs> I I have still yet to even try out that plugin because every new quest I yeah. do it on release, and so I just right. I just finished um uh that new quest this morning, a kingdom divided, yeah. and it was just the thing is, is like I was looking at the wiki quest guide it wasn't even updated yeah. and so i thought the quest already ended and then all of a sudden yeah. i refresh the page and there's like 30 more steps i'm like god damn oh, okay. it yeah yeah but uh <laughs> it's fully it's fully done now and the quest was cool. a little tedious but it, it oh, wasn't really? it, it wasn't that huh. bad there's just a lot of steps to it but right, it took right. it took how long like, did it take you Quench? uh it took me like an hour and 15 minutes i think like, an, oh, like okay. around an hour hour and 15 that's all right was a lot of talking to people like going back and forth and stuff yeah yeah it was it's it's nice finishing a quest though because uh i don't know i just feel like ugh, relief i got all my i got my music cape back got my quest cape oh back. yeah that's true that's true cape. i mean the only reason i got to experience the quest help plugin because it came out when i was already done with quests on the main hardcore but uh the only reason i got to use it was because of backup andy so I was already using it. People didn't even know I was using it. So I just acted like I didn't know how RP to plug in was whenever <laughs> someone brought it up because Backup Andy was a secret for yeah, a yeah, long, yeah. long time. That's so funny. I was like, oh, is it not good? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> ah. I've never tried it out because I have already had a quest cape <laughs> since it released. Hmm. It was pretty difficult for me, man, to like keep Backup Andy a secret for that long. Yeah, I, I had no I, idea. I wanted to... Yeah, no one had any idea that I had another account, but uh, I ha- I got recognized sometimes in the game. Like that that name seems familiar. Are you this guy? I'm like who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Hmm. Well, I just played dumb, but that's uh, probably some people probably figured it out. I was mostly in mo- in the same world at all times. So, what are your thoughts on Fasani's nightmare? Oh yeah, I'm excited for that one. I think. Um. I think it'd be nice because, well, Nightmare is already grind on its own. 
as it currently is. Like, it takes so long to get out the item. So, if there is a way to speed it up, even if it's only slightly, uh, I know it will still be a huge grind, even considering Fasani's drop rates. But uh, I think it's good that there is a more challenging way, I guess, to to speed it up a bit. But I'm curious, like, what they're gonna like bring in to make it uh, to, like spice it up, I guess. I will, I am interested because I think it's going to be pretty challenging and I yeah. actually think that it'll be a very impressive feat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST for a hardcore to like get that metamorphosis or something like right like i that's what i that would be my hope is like this is challenging and this is risky and it's only solo so you can't be carried and so yeah, that's true so for a for a hardcore repping that pet is like damn okay like yeah definitely definitely i think right now like the most um and the most crazy thing to have on a hardcore right now is probably the uh, metamorphosis on the little Zig. That's probably yeah. the most insane thing to see on a hardcore right now. Yep, you're probably right. Um, I would love to see uh, like exact a cup of that thing. I think don't think he has the pet right now, so that would be he needs to get both of them then. Yeah, what's 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 I I saw exact do hard mode day one. Has he done any yeah. more? He's done a bunch. He's, I think he's like the only hardcore on the highest course right now. What the? Let me check. The man is insane. And he's won defense. He is absolutely insane, yeah. Like, it's not even Definitely. just like a decked out account as like everything. I mean, it is a yeah. decked out account, but it's like. Oh, yeah. He's got one defense. He is in his own league. Like, he really is in his own league. Like, there's no really anyone with like a pure hardcore that comes anywhere close Dude, to where he's at. I have to say this. Exact is what we all hoped wooks would have been when hardcore yeah. came out oh for exact sure, has yeah. filled that because we all thought oh my god wooks is starting hardcore then he dies to blue dragons over it's like yeah god damn it <laughs> like, i think you're right i think like exact is exactly what we wanted wooks to be yep yeah it is 100%. actually insane and he's never and died he, yet yeah it's he has had some scary moments though in in, in the hardcore tubs like that that kind of makes me uh wonder like if he's already having those scary moments like well, what about me you know <laughs> he is crazy at the game yeah. and i mean i guess i'm okay but i'm nowhere near the skill of exact and if he already gets those, those scary moments happening to them I, I can i cannot even imagine how how scary it's going to be for me yeah yeah no he is actually insane 
I... Yeah, he's like he's the only one on the high scores right now in his chat. Jesus. He, he has 70 KC. Jesus. Does, what does he have? Does nuts. he have the dust or anything? I know he got that. He holy has um he's a holy kid, I think. I think that's it. I might be wrong, but I think he that's only uh, what he has currently. Dude, exact is a literal beast. Like, yeah. For sure. Dude, he can't. Here's the crazy thing. So, for those that are just maybe unaware, which is like nobody, everyone's aware, but 40 Combat Inferno. He's at a sub a sub 50 Inferno now. Hasn't he? It's yeah. been sub 50, correct? I think well, I don't, it might just I don't be. know. I mean, on his main, probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But, I mean, just the fact that he's done a sub-50 Inferno means yeah, that yeah, yeah. not only is he mechanically gifted, but he's also, like, a speed demon as well. Yeah, exactly. So, he's, like, best of both worlds. Because I always used to think, oh, exact, you know, maybe he doesn't have the skill for, like, speed runs, but he's got that mechanic. Like, he's got that big brain right. to understand. But, no, I think he's... he's only gotten into that, like, recently, though. I know, and he's already gotten a sub-50, which yeah. is just, like, what the fuck? And... He has, like, the best hardcore in the entire game. Like, arguably. Mm. That's always an arguable thing. But uh, being a one defense and having done... Yeah. I guess that's the way you look at it. I I never really compare him to any other hardcore just because, like I said, he's in his own league. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say my hardcore is better purely because it has access to more content and it has more items unlocked i guess in that way yeah it depends i don't exactly. mean it in any bad way it's just like he he's in his own league he he just doesn't have access to all the content that's out there he i mean he i guess he technically could get an ellie but <laughs> he wouldn't he have would any use for it, it yeah. so um, and it just depends on how you look at it but just yeah from a like the one defense is just like i know yeah for sure that's just insane he has the in- most insane hardcore. If you look at it, like, the full picture, like what what his account is yeah. looking like, and whatever happened the- to Sick Nerd? Did he just fully burn out? Because he still has his hardcore, right? He never died. Yeah, he's still. Uh, I think a lot of people forget about Sick Nerd. His hardcore. He's still like one of the best, if not the best, um, hardcore out there right now, like gear wise. Yeah. What is he? Um, what, so does he plan on playing uh, hard mode? tob or doing anything like that i don't think he has any plans for the game at all maybe i'm kind of hoping he comes back when raid 3 gets released or something like that i kind of have a feeling he'll come back like group iron man or something oh yeah um he'll he'll be back and well who knows raid 3 but i'm very scared for him like if he goes back to the game after such a long break and then starts like doing raids free, he's one hundred percent gonna die. <laughs> and not not any disrespect to him, but like he hasn't played the game in so long. Like yep. you're gonna be rusty. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but also some, yeah. something I wanted to talk about, like the heart mode TAB. Like, what do you think of the KC requirement being fifty for that? Hard mode TAB. Well, wait. Yeah, you have to get fifty to be on the high scores. Yes, it has to be fifty to be on the high scores. I think it's weird. Yeah, that is weird, dude. Honestly, I am actually so bothered that their high scores are so fucked up that they can't even just display a one KC thing. Like, yeah, that's true. Th- yeah. Like, their their whole system is just so bugged that remember they had to make like these arbitrary limits just so they didn't crash the high scores. Yeah, again. it's like. Bro, you gotta. <laughs> Jagex has just gotta fix that because the fact that you can't even show, like literally, I had done, I had done like nine uh, fire capes, 
mm-hmm. or something like that. And I had done like four zooks. And they're like, people would like literally come up and be like, how have you never done a fire cape, but you've done four zooks? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. It's like, this, why why yeah. can't this just display it? But maybe, yeah, exactly. maybe in a future day, they'll just get rid of that. But that's, that is insane. That's 50. Yeah. I think it is. I don't know why it is. Because if you look at other content, like Gauntlet, for example, uh, you need 50 gauntlets for the high scores, like regular gauntlets, and you need 10 corrupted. So that's like the hard mode, I guess, of gauntlet. Um, same with chambers. Like chambers, you need 50 for regular chambers and 10 for um, for CMs. Is TOB so, 50 normally? Yeah, TOB is also normally 50. So yeah, it I, I was assuming it would be 10 as well for hard mode. But yeah, it should be. For some reason, they're not consistent with that one. And I don't know if there's a reason for that. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe it'll change if somebody voices it. I don't know if anybody's voiced it already to the J mods. Yeah, that... I'm not sure. I mean, I've definitely talked about it, but I've never like reached out to a J mod like, oh, why is this diff- why is this the case? Yeah. Now they could probably fix that because that would yeah that is inconsistent. Yeah, it would give me a lot more incentive to like just do, do ten some hard you know? modes. Yeah, just to be on ice course for it to look cool. But uh, fifty like that's a whole different. <laughs> Whole different scenario. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of heart mode tub. See, when you had said exact was the only one on the high scores, I was thinking yeah. he is like the only one that's even done it. But there's got to mm-hmm. at least be a yeah, quite a few that just haven't hit fifty yet. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, this is kind of a suggestion. Brando asks, "What do you guys think of a higher alchemy spell that could alk like five things at once that requires ninety magic and like." 50 fire runes and like 10 natures so Mm. i i will go on to this initially yeah so i have been asking for a multi-alk spell for years and you guys could probably you know be skeptical and wonder like why i was wanting that but i will say when i first made my hardcore uh i always struggled with like just i just wanted to get things out of my bank like just I wanted to get these alks out of my bank, and there's always a way right. to like alka. But I've actually always been a fan of the multi alk idea of something that almost so it's something that's balanced where it maybe maybe costs more runes, like he's suggesting, or mm-hmm. it's just exactly five nature runes and twenty five fires to alk a stack of you know to like a noted stack. You could alk five of them at once, right. and, but it but it grants just the normal amount of XP. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like a training method or anything that's like OP. Yeah. Something like that because, um, I mean, literally, when I have a bunch of like alkable things, I just go to the shop and sell them. And it's just like, yeah, that's it's fine. It's like a waste or something. Yeah. Like that, that's fine and all, but. Um, yeah. It almost... I don't really see an issue for it. I think. I, unless and it's not something. essential by any means. It would just almost no. be like. I don't know, kind of quality of life. Like, I just want to yeah. bulk, like, out yeah, these so, quickly. Like, so you have, like, 5k Onyx bolts from Corp or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a dunk quit. Yeah. yeah. But if there are arguments against it, you know what would be even nicer than this spell? Is a an Explorer's Ring 4 that mm-hmm. you can charge with Nature Runes and Fire Runes. Something oh, where, you, right. where you're not limited to 30. Because one of the best things yeah. ever is having, like, a Necreal task. And yeah. like having an having that ring at full charges, it's like oh, being on a different spell book and being able to alk is so huge. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe just like have it like be rechargeable to thirty again or something like that, so you can 
so you don't run out for it a day you just like you can just recharge it again yeah something like that like, like it, that. it could still be something like that i was just thinking of a ring that comes from a new piece of content that can yeah. hold like twenty thousand charges and you charge it with twenty thousand oh, right. natures and yeah you know i really like being able to alk under maybe, spell maybe they can make the bryo essence a bit more relevant then as well true Make the Bryo Essence uh, be put in a, be put in a ring or something. <laughs> Literally, know. yeah. It, it'll send everyone back to the Mossy Giants <laughs> to get another Bryo Essence to equip yeah. to like, oh, a... Oh, please no. <laughs> I, I got it recently. Uh, Honestly? Okay, so you didn't do it in the wilderness because... No. Doing yeah. it in the wilderness is so fast. You, I, yeah. I was getting like seven Mossy Keys a task, which takes like Yeah, that's minutes, crazy. not even... Yeah, I uh, I did 179 Briar kills. Jesus. And that's with drop rates from non-worldy, so that's like 1 in 150, I think. I've killed a lot of Mars Giants. Man, I'm glad the grind is over. <laughs> Although I must say, like, the drop from Mars Giants, it's not bad, because the Bone Crusher just means that you get passive prayer XP. Plus, Snapdragon I was seeds. always on... Yeah, I was always on the uh, RKA spellbook as well. So whenever I got Ooh. an insult hit, I would just use it instantly. Um, and I, I think I got up to like 13k prayer XP per hour or something. Like honestly, for when I'm killing moss giants and my goal is to get a bryo essence, that's not bad. Yeah, no, for real, that's that's especially decent. on the hardcore because hardcore is in prayer training. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really pretty, good. Uh, pretty rough. Um, and now the Archaeus spellbook's even better, so you can be using um, True, yeah. that spec regen thing and be like, I don't know if you have yeah. some spec weapon that would help out occasionally. So. True, true. Yeah, I was using SGS a lot, just so I could just, uh, I was killing him in the um, the catacombs. So I was just camping piety, full bundles, and I was just um, tagging them all the time. I got prayer back from my bone crusher as well because of the, uh, the burying the bones in the catacombs, giving yep. you two prayer points back per big bone i believe yep that is and nice. then i would just sgs spec them whenever uh whenever i had that ready so i used no food i used some prayer potions because it wouldn't fully um cover the prayer potions but or the prayer points but it was very minimal honestly so it was pretty nice okay i want to ask because it's a hot topic what are your thoughts on the bow of ferdinand or ferdhainen right yeah um, I don't, I, I just feel like it's way too strong. I don't know. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion of like if it should be corrupted or not. Um, it sounds very busted to have a bow that just doesn't run out of charges, Like it's very inconsistent with the rest of like the ranged equipment, I guess, because you always use something. Yep, um, it's kind of different to like melee. I don't mind too much that you don't have to use charges for melee. Yeah, it's a hunk of metal. You're just hitting yeah, against you're something. Just hitting exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, Sorry, yeah. I, I will just give my own opinion on it. People have already heard it, but it should not be unlimited ammo. Yeah, and I am one of those people that wants. It's okay if it can be corrupted, but I believe the bow should be charged with both crystal shards and shot with arrows and when you corrupt it you no longer need to charge it with uh shards but yeah. you need to use arrows i think the arrows is so yeah, essential to this like yeah 
I really do think so because it's not even that it's an arrow sync. That's one of the reasons because like, dude, mm-hmm. how many, how many rune arrows have you gathered in your lifetime? Like I have like 200,000 sitting in my bank that I'll yeah, never probably use. Same. <laughs> and having a bow that's re it's really good right now. You can yeah. make that really powerful bow be that powerful with dragon arrows, something that's not really sustainable so that yeah. it's actually like, okay, like, I can't be using this super OP bow all the time. I, I eventually have to, like, downgrade to Amethyst or Rune. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made a tweet about that, what the thing should be, what the range strength level should be with that. And it's completely consistent with what they are currently are. But um, people are saying, oh, the bow needs to be unlimited because the blade becomes unlimited. I'm like, honestly, the <laughs> blade should have just yeah. never even been charged in the first place because it's literally just a blade. It's like yeah, why exactly. does why does this thing need to be charged? I feel like yeah. I feel like you know what would have been cool is if like the charging, um, just had it, another effect or something where it's almost like mm-hmm. these are good against these type of monsters right. when it's charged because like the blade itself, what's the? It's just literally it's just a it's a piece of metal. Like I'm trying to say, like I guess it's crystal, maybe the crystal like the grades. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, guess that's like the, that's the case. But, but th- that's the thing is like the argument is the blade needs to be charged and it can be corrupted, so the bow should be corrupted. Like the bow is a ranged weapon; it needs to shoot something. Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah, I am so yeah. terrified of that passing because I feel like that is mm-hmm. a horribly, sure. horribly OP weapon. I guess you do need the full crystal armor set for it. I've heard a lot of arguments on that in like my chat as well. Like, oh, you need the full armor for it, so like you you're gonna use a lot of crystal shards for that as well. But well, you don't I mean, you need only... to use it. You can't. Like yeah. that's where you get like the really good effect, but you could still use the mm-hmm. bow on its own. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I also pointed out like um, the crystal armor only degrades when you take damage, not when you like hit something. Yeah. Um, it only the grades when you take a hit like that's not a zero um so you can still use it for like dps wise and just not get hit somewhere i know know. but people bring up that um the armor is going to be charged so that's the thing that's going to be taking charges you know for a hundred percent fact that that's going to be pulled in like six months do you want the armor to be corruptible (laughs) that's a hundred percent happening for sure yeah and um i am i it the bow needs to shoot arrows that is just my opinion Mm -hmm. i am very strong with that and yeah it could i mean here's the thing like you might think like or somebody listening might think like well it's a crystal bow it should just shoot crystal things which is fine but again if they're arguing to corrupt it like i would still be okay if it just always costs crystals that's cool and all but like yeah this is a really good opportunity to bring out a bow that shoots arrows because currently we have like nothing that uses arrows and yet we get them shot out all the time yeah it's just a t-bow really yeah. and and the bow can make it look like it's a shiny arrow like a little glow effect whatever but mm-hmm. i don't know man that's just Here's the here's the thing here's the thing that also really scares me about if it were to pass as currently proposed is gauntlet is just going to be everything you do you get your best Perfect. melee weapon then you get your best bow yeah. and for like an early game iron man if you spoon that bow or you spoon mm-hmm. one of those things you now have a unlimited basically blowpipe like here you go here's yeah, that's an crazy. unlimited blowpipe like yeah 
Like I might not even do Zora on backup bandy if that baby comes out. <laughs> I'll just it's I'll just skip the blowpipe. Yeah, it's it's just like disgustingly OP that you don't need to upkeep it. It's just nope, just pay a one time fee. It's it's done. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. it makes me sick thinking that that's actually might have a chance of coming into the game. It's actually bothering mm-hmm. me like actively. Yeah, for sure. Again, yeah. it's like yeah, the bow. I will use it if it passes because it's oh, extremely yeah, sure. OP. <laughs> But I'm looking at it from a balance perspective. Holy shit, that's yeah. so bad for the game. Yeah, we, we might have the same issue as the blowpipe is currently causing. Imagine, okay, imagine this. So I'm going to bring up just a couple examples just, just to further my argument. But imagine they came out with a one-time fee for a Sanguinesti. Right. All of a sudden, you just ch- you charge it with 50,000 blood runes. Boom, you have an unlimited Sanguinesti. You'll never need to recharge. Like, Can you imagine how disgustingly OP that would be? Yeah, exactly. Or an unlimited scythe. Unlimited scythe actually has an argument against it because it is a melee weapon. But any sort of like magic weapon, like imagine unlimited trident, unlimited sang, unlimited harmonize. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, come out with an unlimited harmonized orb, and we're good. Like Uh. unlimited burnt pages. I'll that. I'll I'll let that pass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you put it like, like that, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, no, that's different, but it really isn't different. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Imagine a Tebow with unlimited dragon arrows. Like, okay, this is the, like, the new Tebow. You don't need to charge with anything. It's just... Yeah. Unlimited blowpipes also. Just like, what the... That'd be insane. Yeah, I think just people don't see the issue with it. Maybe. <sighs> people are just... People relate it to like, oh, this is about a, as... Ma- uh, what are they currently doing? It's like 2,000 charges, I think, like... Yeah, two thousand's yeah. about the amount that you'd use in a lifetime. Like, no, definitely not. No, like, bro, I used I used two point four million blood runes on my scythe in one year. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's actually crazy. If you use it enough, like shit gets yeah out of control. How much GP was that? So much. It was like, <laughs> honestly, probably like one point four bill. Because I used to buy a lot in the Wildy shop where I was paying like more like 550 GP each. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent loads. That's mad. What do you think about like the whole buying runes thing? Uh, I'm against Shopscape completely. And that's because I'm an Iron Man at heart. I'm not like a, a PVMer. I'm just an Iron Man. Like I love the tediousness of this game mode i love that you have to do everything yourself i love it when skills yeah. complement each other so like rune crafting's never really complemented magic because it's just like no. you just buy your runes you know mm-hmm. like i guess blood rune crafting could be seen as you know this is nice but you don't get them quick it's enough a small portion yeah I and it's i in my opinion a horrible training method i hate it it's so boring i think it's kind of chill it's just Runecrafting is just slow in general, I guess, unless you're doing maybe like lavas, that's all right. Yeah, and it, honestly, the the current blood runecrafting method could still be a thing, and I'd be actually okay with it. Um, as soon as the new blood altar comes out with that new mini game, it's coming out with um the blood talisman that unlocks the true blood altar underneath Mauritania. Right, is that coming out? Yeah, I mean, there. Oh. Who knows when, but. They're, they're coming out with the Guardian of Gilinor, which is like this mini game that's going to give the colossal pouch, uh, okay, and the blood talisman, and then the room crafting outfit. 
And the rune crafting right. outfit doesn't give more XP. It gives more runes, which is brilliant. Because... Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. And I, I'm cool. just really excited for the new blood altar because I, th- I feel like it's going to be a more interactive way to get more blood runes per hour. Mm-hmm. That and sounds pretty good. honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like the TOB weapons might have gone a little overboard with how expensive they are just on release now we're looking at it now it's like oh they're fine but i feel like they went a mm-hmm. little overboard with how expensive they are really like how to uh, expensive to use i guess that's what you mean yeah like or... i i just i feel like a scythe should have only cost two blood runes right um and just because i mean I, it makes sense that it's three because you get hit three hit spots but like i feel like the two blood mm-hmm. runes would have just paid for the other two hit spots you get almost you know but yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't I don't know. That's it's just something where it's like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Whatever, it's expensive, mm-hmm. it's a really good item. But the thing that scares me down the road is like Raids 3 comes out, all of a sudden there's a weapon that doesn't cost <laughs> anything to use, and it's almost on par with a scythe, which continues to devalue a scythe that costs tons of money to use. Yeah. So Yeah, that's true. You wanna do uh, a quick pee break? Yeah, I need a pee as well. Alright, yeah. Right Three go. <laughs> All right, Let's move on to Lolfig. He asks, I believe that hardcore Iron Man is flawed due to dying or due to dying to a DC in certain scenarios. It restricts me to play to play in an anti DC way, which stops me from doing content such as flicking wildy bosses um, or wildy bossing mm. or stuff like that. Is this a problem, and could, will there be a solution in the future? Right, so I already briefly touched on this earlier thing. Um, that the hard driving game is definitely flawed, because of the, like, the DCing issue. Um, yeah, I do think that it is an issue um, when it's like the server DCing. If you're in the own internet DCs, yeah, that's just unlucky. Um, can't really... Can't really take that into account for like a company like Jagex. You can't really think, like, oh, my internet DC, because that's just going to get like taken advantage of, I guess. People are just going to keep saying, oh, I died to a DC. Can I get my status back now? Yep. So I don't think that will work in any way. Um, it just sucks then if that happens. But uh, I don't know if you could say, like, oh, it stops me from doing content, because that's your own decision, I guess. Um, if, if you don't do content because you're afraid of DCing. I just don't think that's the right mindset to have. Unless your internet is very bad, but then I just think you shouldn't be playing a hardcore Ironman. Um, if it's that inconsistent, if it keeps DCing. Like, I have frame drops every now and then. I know my internet isn't the best, but it's it, at least it's consistent. Um, so it doesn't suddenly completely DC. So that's yeah. good. But, um, yeah... I think a solution for this would maybe be if they can monitor like server DCs and if it was a server DC causing a hard crime death, then it wouldn't count. But I don't know how easy that is for them to implement or probably too much work for them. Because, uh, yeah. well, hard crime is already very popular. <laughs> I don't think they, they are... Um, trying to make it survive the or anything. Yeah, there's no need for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think they're feeling the need to change anything because it's working as it is. It's already a goldmine for them probably because people just keep remaking like me and just keep 
buying bonds from the GE. So, I mean, it works for them as a business, I guess. So they probably don't have any reason to change anything. Yeah. So I doubt it, there will be a solution. I do think there maybe could be a solution. But I don't think it will ever happen. So what do you think is the hardest content in the game besides... Or I guess the most respectable thing besides the new hard mode TOB that came out? Okay. What, what, what did um, it used to be? I think it used to be Corrupted Gauntlet. Do you think, think corrupted gauntlet? So I've never, I've never done it the hardcore way where you get tier three armor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that new update with tier three armor was a good update? Um, like, yeah, I think. I mean, tier three armor was already a thing, I believe. It just wasn't. It was impossible Im- to get it. It was so in corrupted. T- yeah, it was so tough because it, it costs even more, I believe, and you needed even more resources, probably. Yep. Um, it was just impossible to do so. Um, and now it's possible now, but it's very difficult. Like, it took me a while to get like my first tier three completion and still have a decent amount of food as well. Um, it's very, very, very hard to, to like pull off. Yeah, it and takes some especially like pulling off it off consistently because yeah. like you can pull it off once, but like the next run you not be able to do it. And I think Rody had like a success rate of like eighty percent or something at some point or ninety percent even. And I think when I was doing it. I maybe had like a, on the main hardcore, I've done like 10. Um, I think I had like a 50% completion rate maybe. And on the backup Andy, it's even lower. I probably maybe got like one in six completions because of my stats and no prayers either. So it was very rough on that account. I, re- so it, I don't know. I think it's fine. I remember seeing something. Somebody showed like a floor chart of like the corrupted gauntlet Hunlet fight, mm-hmm. and there was like this one tile that just like never ever gets like touched, or like there's just like a the floor is like kind of like inconsistent, like it wasn't like balanced. Like there was certain areas that just would never really get touched by like that floor thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw in the update today on the extras, it said that that had actually been fixed. They they described it as a bug right and so they... so whenever you would stand on the towel it wouldn't like there was or... i don't know like I, I remember seeing the floor pattern and it was just like there's a there is a specific corner for the hun lift to be that's most optimal because yeah yeah the southwest corner yeah. yeah and i think they actually fixed that with this update i don't know oh. I, I wouldn't even say that was a fix to do but they called it a bug oh okay yeah it would always like um like near the end of the the fight, it would start going like crazy with the yep. tiles, right? Yep. And the southwest corner would be like the one corner where it would be like fully covered with like tiles, so it would cover the corner, basically. Um. Yeah. So if you have hundred position there, you basically have the whole rest of the room to walk around freely whenever it's on that um specific like pattern. Um. That's why it's so good to have it on the southwest because then you have the rest of the room to like touch tornadoes and whatever. Looks like um, they might have fixed that. So I would assume that now it can be in any corner, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's not really that big of a deal. I um, I always made sure it was in a corner, like the Hunleth, which sometimes was a pain because you like walk yeah. under it to like reposition it, and <laughs> no, sometimes you not do whatever you wanted it to do. So. And you're wasting yeah. DPS by like trying to. Yeah, I mean, something. you try not to, but you definitely do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it is awkward when, like, Hunlift's in the middle of the room. Like, this is horrible. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. I um going back to Lol Figs question, I, I actually think that whole like um crystal idea where somebody else could have a crystal to teleport you out is an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um I feel like that is just pretty much really well balanced. It kind of benefits people that are willing to play on another account, which, you know, yeah. eh, it's got its own thing in mind. I, 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 It's just like, you know, that would suck to almost be like, oh, f- you're almost like forced to play on another account now with this crystal always, just in case you right. see. So like to have it be everywhere. Yeah. 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 So I, I just think about that because that would be the perfect way to get rid of all DC issues you Mm -hmm. you dc okay let me just go to this account that's on a different wi-fi or something or just have your mobile phone you know that's on at all times like you know it's almost like this is so tedious but yeah for sure that's like a new standard i guess yeah which people kind of have to do this exactly it's kind of like with like a tether for example i i personally don't i don't even use a tether but people are always surprised that i don't like oh you have like a sick hardcore you surely use a tether but I don't yeah. know. I don't think it's a necessity. Like, unless your internet is known to be inconsistent and in just DC sometimes, then I get it. But like I said, my internet is pretty consistent. Uh, I just have some frame drops every now and then because of my upload speed being kind of trash. But um, yeah, it doesn't just DC on me, so I don't feel like I need a tether for that reason. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, if if another account were to come out and be able to do that that would be the new standard like you would say yeah for sure sure in my opinion if, using it yeah if i think hardcore iron man's flawed i think a lot of people can agree with that and that's just the way it is so yeah it's like shit i love normal iron man but i completely yeah. understand why people would love to get that excitement from hardcore and mm-hmm. so for sure it's just up to you Okay. I think there was wasn't there another question re- regarding that. Show me. Actually, no, there isn't. I think like I might have been asking my chat or something like, uh, if there was to be like a hardcore normie mode, would you like play it? Oh um, yeah, we had talked about that on other episodes. Oh okay, you're right. Maybe that's that's why uh, why I thought it was a question, but. Yeah, I, I think I would because, like I said, like I I made a hardcore Iron Man not for the Iron Man aspect that just came with it because there was no other way. But yeah, I pro- probably would have made it a regular. I don't know if I would do it right now. I'm not gonna lie. Like I kind of got into the Iron Man game mode now, so it'd be pretty weird for me to go back to being a main account, I guess. So here's the thing with a main. I've thought this a little bit more when I first asked it. Was like a a total main mode where you can literally just buy bonds if you wanted to get unlimited gear, have somebody trade mm-hmm. you three bill off the bat, you know, and just yeah. buy all the things. It would be a collection log mode almost. So like you just have to yeah, base yeah, off yeah. collection log, which is fine. Definitely. But the other thing is there are so many ways to play things safe as a main by using yeah. alts. Yeah. And it would almost be like, it would be an exciting... I honestly think it would be a cool mode to see, but mm-hmm. it would definitely... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It would um, really benefit those that have a bunch of alts and have a lot of friends that are willing to alt. Yeah. Because, yeah, true. you know, you just think of, like, 
for example, corp, if you want to go do corp, mm-hmm. if you were just doing that, uh, whatever, I don't know what boosting method they do, but you get like 40 kills an hour, like stuff like, like you would right. see, you get massively benefited for like already having like those connections, like set up, like to do things. Yeah. So, which, which would be cool. It would be another aspect of how to play it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, like, let's say you could trade, but like everything like bossing wise still works like an Iron Man. So you would only be able to solo things. It would. So, like, so, I don't so know. that, that. Honestly, I feel like they can do because I've heard that as well. Where it's like, no, just buy supplies, basically, like just mm-hmm. a main man mode where it's still Iron Man, but like you just get unlimited supplies, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I feel like it could just be like a league or something. I feel like that would just be so silly in like the just main game. Bit, just, yeah, just kind of like arbitrary. Like, oh, you still have to do everything solo, but you could just buy everything that you need. Yeah. I guess that's mostly like the the end game Iron Man. The end game Iron Man is not much different to a main, I'd say, because you already have all your like all your supplies are usually taken care of at that point. I'm not sure Rocket maybe, because <laughs> yeah. he, he always struggles with his potions. But um, yeah, but you do you do have to still do everything solo. But I do agree that it really does yeah. feel like you're playing a main with how yeah. much solo content is in the game as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, Vaddy asks, uh, talk about how RuneScape gaming in general has helped your English. That's an interesting question. Um, it's helped me a lot. Like, keep in mind, I was pl- started playing this game when I was like seven, eight years old or something like that. So it wasn't very normal for it, like me on that age to know any English. Nowadays it is actually, but back then it wasn't really a normal thing. Um, and so I already learned English at a young age. I didn't really know what was happening at that time, obviously. But as like the years progressed, I started learning like words, and uh, it definitely helped me out in school as well, because I would knew certain I would know certain words purely because I've been talking on RuneScape with other people and. <laughs> <laughs> um picked up words like that or even like maybe words during quests or whatever like you you pick something up without even knowing um and just a more more of like a general understanding of the language i guess so definitely like my younger years it's helped me a lot in my older years probably still i mean especially like with streaming um it's streaming has mainly helped me like with pronunciation and stuff like that um i have a lot less of an accent now than i than i had when i started streaming like people could definitely hear that i that i wasn't a a native english speaker you probably can still hear it now but it's it's a lot less yeah you have really uh, good english yeah it's a lot less than it used to be and people are like surprised like oh how can you speak english this well when you're not even english i'm like well yeah i've been streaming for like three years now so been speaking english a lot it's like that it's the most I, I probably speak more english than i speak dutch at the moment so um yeah it just comes naturally at that point i love how as a kid learning things just comes so quickly and so naturally yeah the older you get it's just like it's tougher and tougher but for sure yeah yeah my uh yeah. my brother-in-law knows hungarian and um 
so my sister like and him like they have a daughter my niece and she like knows a lot of hungarian now because of that right she like and those weird i was talking to my sister who like barely knows any hungarian at all but they were um just saying how somehow this four-year-old girl can understand when she doesn't understand what english and hungarian is really but she can Mm -hmm. understand when to switch which is so interesting because she has no idea uh, that she's actually speaking two different languages. But yeah. she, but if she's talking to my brother-in-law, she'll talk in Hungarian. And then, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like crazy. weird. It's like how, like how smart kids really are and how they pick oh, up things yeah. so quickly. For sure. Like if um, like if a family moves to another country, for example, and the the kid is usually the translator like <laughs> whenever they like start living somewhere else with a, with not a language like the kid will go to school there and it'll pick up the language so quickly yeah. and it'll just become a translator for the parents at that point when even if the kid's only like five years old <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah yeah trans translating has always seemed like such a because I, I learned spanish it's pretty rusty now because i haven't spoken in mm-hmm. years like yeah six years plus but um i did get to the point where i did feel pretty comfortable translating as long as it wasn't like crazy words yeah but um yeah if it was like translating in front of people like Mm -hmm. doing it as like a job or something oh god like hell no (laughs) (laughs) especially people that do sign language translating have you ever seen that yeah that stuff is that stuff blows my mind how you could just but it just comes naturally to people because you know you know them both fluently, so it just it's kind of mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, which is crazy how that's yeah. easy because that looks like the most insane thing ever. It looks very insane, <laughs> yeah. especially because it just keeps going as well. I know, and, and they're always just, on a, they're always like, on a, lag, for a second. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. oh god, I. It's like playing on like a thousand ping, just understanding what to do. Yeah, next exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is cool, though, that, you know, playing an English-based game has really just mm-hmm. helped so many people with their English. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It helped me to type. I still type like shit. I, I never really learned how to type properly. I can type relatively quick, but mm-hmm. I in my elementary school, we learned about home row and stuff and, like, how to type properly, but they covered it for, like, a little bit, and then we never were really taught it after that. Right. And, uh... But that is something. That's that that is honestly a skill I would love to learn and I would do it by myself online. I love how we have so many resources now for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where it used to be like you gotta go to college for this, you gotta go to college for that. It's like pay money out the ass, but now it's just like nah, you can just pretty much learn anything you want online for yeah, free. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's something I want to learn is just how to type properly for once. Right. That's, that's like um, like RuneScape. Like you're a native English speaker, right? Yep. So has like has it had any value for you when it comes to like the English language? Like maybe like your vocabulary or something? Uh, it definitely taught me like seriously. If I had never like w- I learned like those text shortcuts like LOL, LMAO, <laughs> right, right, OMW, yeah. things like that. Like I learned those so quickly because you'd see it all the time in RuneScape growing up. Mm-hmm. And so when people started using that, when people started getting cell phones and stuff, I already knew exactly. Like, yeah, I, I don't know sure. if that would have just come naturally anyway, but like I already knew yeah. so many. Where like a yeah. lot of my friends, like, what, what does that mean? 
So I guess that was the only kind of. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. The other, I guess another thing is uh, I really learned what people are saying when they would just type as little as possible. Like that, that quote from the office of Kevin's like, why speak many word when few word do trick or something like that. <laughs> like when, uh, when people just type by lobby. Yeah. two forty. Like yeah. it, it, I didn't need any other context. Like you just kind of like pick up what you they're was meant. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just pick up what they're like coming out without even really explaining what they're doing and things like that where you just, I don't mm-hmm. know, but for the most part, nah, I learned. I was already fluent yeah. in English. Cool. I, you know what would have been cool, though, is a game that was like RuneScape that wasn't of English origin. Oh. Uh, so, like, yeah. I would have loved it if I grew up playing a Spanish game or something <laughs> that was as good as RuneScape. Huh. Where it's yeah. like, I am going to be completely fluent in this new language that I'm learning like that would you actually do that like i wonder i would i would have loved that i probably wouldn't have appreciated it but looking at it Mm -hmm. now i that would have been so cool like like a french game or something where i can learn french just Mm -hmm. talking to a bunch of people every single thing you ever read quest guides everything's in french and you're like all right i i have (laughs) to survive somehow i gotta learn this it would be an interesting way of like learning a language yeah and i think it would be the most enjoyable way yeah that's kind of cool yeah okay ash is asking oh shit over all your andes what's the combined bank value of all of them (laughs) what do you think i mean i'm assuming you don't know to the Uh, t so that's like hmm i guess that's just assuming my my hardcores right not my alt yeah i guess anything that's an iron man or just or mm-hmm. yeah, anything that you've dropped over as well, I'd I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess my current alt mostly has value from my old hardcores anyway. Yeah, that can that can count. Um Probably like as the prices are right now, probably like seven bill or something. Eight bill. Uh, that'd be a rough estimate. Maybe a bit less. Seven bill is probably pretty accurate i want to say was there ever a time when you remember thinking like one bill is so much money like like before you ever played um, an iron man yeah yeah definitely like before i played um before i played any iron man i was like dude one bill is like so much money that's, <laughs> that's probably like maybe like i didn't even have 100 like i didn't even have one bill at the time i remember i had like the somewhat max gear for back then i know that because i went went taking <laughs> bad bad um because i had like bandos and armadillo yeah. um arams arams <laughs> yeah yeah but you had like all the like the good stuff like i had all the good stuff and I, the only thing i was missing was prims and i was like bro you know what i'll just take one more time and then i'll have max gear and then I'll stop. Then I'll leave. And I lost that stake. <laughs> God damn it. And then I was like, oh, I'll just stake again. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I was cleaned. So that, that's why I remember. Like, I was that close to like, being, like, max geared at the time. Yep. Fuck and then staking. I lost it all. And then I never really went back there. So I learned my lesson. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. 
now I yeah I do remember because Max Skeeter back then was it was I don't know probably like 500 mil could buy you basically yeah something like wanted. that probably yeah and that was like a healthy amount like that was good but oh yeah that was quite a lot of money like I remember thinking when I started in Iron Man I remember hitting my first like 10 mil bank value and then 100 mil I was like dude my whole bank's mm. with 100 mil on an Iron Man I am a god like yeah 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 for and, sure and then you just get further and further. All of a sudden, you pull like a one bill item, and you're like, eh, <laughs> another bill to the bank. Yep. Yep. It is interesting. Play- so I don't know if you look at your. I don't know if you ever have like your bank value up. Yeah, yeah, I do have that. I have not had that up in forever, and items don't really have a price to me anymore. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that still feels the same. Like, I I, under, I understand, like, a Tebow is around a bill or whatever. And, mm-hmm. But everything else, I'm like, dude, things have dropped so much, and I still see stuff as, like, kind of the price I, I remember them. Yeah, like. I guess I don't really look at the price when I, like, look at an item. I'm like, oh, I got an item. I don't look at the price of it. I look more, like, how useful it is or yep. if I need it or not. But I do still kind of like seeing my bank value go up all the time. Yeah, uh, mine's dropping. My, <laughs> my my bank value just drops ever since I started <laughs> yeah. Nightmare. Well, yeah. it, it's funny because I've gotten like two harms. I dropped one of them, but like the amount mm-hmm. of blood runes and just resources I'm constantly just using right. is just yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess also like a reason why I don't drop over stuff um, from my from my hardcore. I've only dropped really stuff over from chambers, I think like back in the day like deck scrolls and stuff because the way i looked at it was it was save content so it didn't really matter to have on my account anyway that's the way i like justified it to like drop it over like dangerous content i would have liked to have on my account because then if i do ever die at some point i can have it for the screenshot for twitter and um see like oh this is what i got all the dangerous stuff that i did um so it had more value to me than like chambers items yeah but uh but in that i've only really dropped stuff after i lost my status have you ever maxed before never no never ever have you ever wanted to um i am planning to go for max on my current main hardcore yeah um that's also one of the reasons why i'm playing backup andy a lot recently just because i want to um I want backup money to be like the content on stream while I do like passive mining or fishing or whatever scaling uh, is possible to uh, to like AFK. Yeah. So I think like the approach I got to that was pretty good. Uh, like practical, it, it turns out that I'm not scaling that much because of the methods I'm doing right now. Like bundles, I can't really yeah. AFK something next to it because it's it just takes a lot of my focus. I can't really play two accounts while doing that. But uh, I think it's mainly going to work out when I'm doing like Slayer stuff. Like I yeah. can easily play two accounts while I'm doing Slayer. So whenever I get to that stage, it'll be, it'll be perfect um, to play both accounts. So maxing I is... get a, sorry. Maxing is amazing. It's like actually like reaching the max is what I uh, suppose you're saying. Yeah, just I, I I don't know, just everything like just being like free from like all yeah. skilling, and then the max cape is so good. 
Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> it's so disgusting, dude. It's like one of those things that would honestly, I would, I would have made the same tweet that I made about the bow being just so game breaking. If I cared more <laughs> about the game back when the max game was being pulled, I'm like, dude, this cannot be coming yeah. into the game. This is un overwhelmingly op. Yeah, but you do have to do a lot of stuff to get it though. So yeah. and. The crazy thing is, is there are things like that that are so insanely OP, but because they've just been in the game for so long, it's like we don't really think about yeah. it. Like yeah, one true, of them true. is like the ancient spellbook. That oh, shit is, yeah. is so OP. It is thinking yeah. about how crazy it is from I don't know, just being able to like barrage tasks and stuff, getting so much more XP and like yeah, for sure. That's also to do. I guess it's not really the spellbook. It's more what's come after that like catacombs being able to barrage oh, stuff yeah so I, I i don't i wouldn't fully blame it on the spell book maybe also the like what has been created afterwards that's true <laughs> and mage gear is just kind of a lot better as well dude yeah so you heard that like the buckler and the dragon fire ward and stuff are getting strength bonuses yeah yeah yeah, so the the buckler is gonna be like wearing two anguishes, additional anguishes, on your. That's crazy. Yeah, really? plus plus ten range strength, and an anguish is plus five, and that's already a crazy boost. Right. Yeah, it's plus ten additional. So, um, I think honestly, I'm happy with it. I'm I'm happy with like having a shield slot actually be worth something finally. Yeah, for sure. Um, but. I think uh, what's going to be absolutely busted, and I haven't seen the calcs on it, is black chin throwing or red chin throwing. Yeah, with, that's what I've been thinking as well. With yeah. two additional anguishes. Like, dude, honestly, it's kind of exciting in a way because chins actually might start having, like, a use, a, a bigger use in, like, normal gameplay using a buckler. Like, yeah. Like, dude, that's going to be explosive. No pun intended. I'm very happy. I, I got a, I don't know if you know, but I got a buckler on the backup Andy uh, last Sunday, I believe. Oh, shit. Now, see, now it's so, like a, now it's an exciting item to get, kind of. Yeah. Like, knowing that it'll be buffed at some point. Yeah. Um, that's kind of, kind of cool. Because, uh, especially like the stage that, stage that it's at, it'll be very powerful. So. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited that uh, range is. And the cool thing is, like, you can't use it with the, like, really OP things like a Tebow and a Blowpipe. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. It, it makes crossbows actually have a better place. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, same. Um. All right. So, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! would ask that. Are you planning to max? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Given that UIM grinds are only ever two to three times the time investment of the same on a hardcore do you think we'll ever see a trend of re 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 remake andy's turning to <laughs> no bankies no mm. bankies what that um how many times would you need to remake andy before you consider a uim what have right. you considered a uim uh i've been asked so many times like would i ever start a uim like especially after my deaths people are always like oh just give up on hardcore just start on a uim um <laughs> I guess with UIM, there is the aspect of you still risk something because you can wipe, I guess. And you can lose your whatever, the, um, you can have like stashes or something. You can lose that. But 
I I really like collecting items yeah. and having them in my bank. Uh, being able to share with people like, yo, I got all these items. This is my gear. You know, I don't want to have to struggle with inventory slots. Oh, is this, is this item worth keeping or not? Is it like, should I drop it? I don't want to have to make the decision. And I just think that's my place though. I want to collect all the items and I don't want to drop something because it might not be worth keeping. Um, and that's also the, the, um, the fact that you have to like plan everything because UAM is a lot about planning what you want to do and when you want to do it because you want to have your inventory set up for that specific content or whatever. You have to like have all these potions ready, noted in your inventory. And I don't like that. I want to be able to do something whenever I want to do something and not because I've planned it. I completely agree. I could never play a UIM. I say that, but... And I've been saying that for years and I still haven't played one, so... Yeah, same. I mean, I've never tried it, but just the idea of trying it doesn't yeah, sound fun to me. Not appealing at all. No. And I see people that like a simple like clue step. They have to go suicide, go do all this. Oh shit. yeah. Oh my god! Like how? Yeah. How can you be asked to do that? Yeah, same. That's yeah. kind of where where I stand on the UIM game, mate. Like, I respect people who do it. Don't get me wrong. I really respect yeah, people that no, do it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's very cool, but it just—it's not for me. It really isn't. No matter what people say. Yeah, I don't like. I know it's like it's so easy to say that's not for me. Like I would love to say that, but at the same time, mm-hmm. that's what exactly what I tell people that play an Iron Man or play a main, and then I say oh, play I... an Iron Man. They're, it's like they're, they would say it's not for me, and I'm like, bro, it is though. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, but, but that's true. Been... So that's I tried. True. I really should just go play one for mm-hmm. a little bit, but I'm not going to. I just can't say it's not for me because I genuinely have just never tried it. I just don't that's true. think I'll like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same about that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, everything I here's the difference though. <laughs> Iron Man, when I used to see Iron Man, it actually looked fun. And I feel like a lot of mains can agree. Like it it, it mm-hmm. seems cool to be in a late stage at it. But yeah. UIM looking at late stage, I'm like, dude, this still looks like hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Alright. Max uh Re- like linked a tweet here that says restarting a hardcore every time that it dies is more autistic than 200 mil all that was just it so. um hmm faults yeah uh probably not <laughs> i mean that's my opinion obviously but a bit biased um i think it's more about what you enjoy doing I don't really, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just like we've talked about this before, like that 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 risk, feeling that risk that you're taking going like PBMing stuff like that. I mean, some people enjoy two, maxing for two ml. Um, definitely not me, but yeah, like I said, like people enjoy different things. Um, and I think that's fine as well. Yeah. I agree. People, it's a game at the end of the day. People will do what they want. And if people genuinely enjoy enjoy the, like, early game grind and, like, Mm -hmm. kind of, like, almost improving a run. Yeah. Be it, like, a run is, like, thousands of hours, but. (laughs) 
um you know you know if that's what they want to do like there what what is the difference between playing an arbitrary game and just like doing something mm-hmm. different yeah so. for sure for sure i think what you're saying as well like enjoying that early game like i really i really like the early game i'm a big fan of it i know a lot of people aren't but i really like that you have so much to do and i guess there's somewhat of a like you kind of have to plan stuff roughly what you want to do and like what what you're gonna get for the, the quest or whatever yeah um I feel like... It's just refreshing to me, I guess, because like most of the times when I've died, I was like very end game, and then all of a sudden you start early game again, and there's so much more to do. Like you're not stuck at one piece of content, uh, so it's it's so much, so much more more fresh. Like there's so much more to do. Yeah, I can see that. I am just very progress based. Where I have just my vision, I guess, is just so much more long term. Mm-hmm. like i i'm really passionate and again like this is this is my own opinion is like i just love it making a an account that just goes so 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 far you know and it's all on yeah. one account like i know yeah. hauke like maxes an account and oh, then yeah. starts yeah. like that is such <laughs> a crazy crazy play style i don't know yeah. how you could ever like how anybody could ever like to do that but True. I, I could like i could like kind of see it mm-hmm. where it's like you know the maxi grind was fun but mm-hmm. you want to like I don't know for me it's just like I want everything to be on one account. My yeah. fear, and uh, so my my old hardcore got unbanned a few months ago, mm-hmm. and I had wanted to play it. I just couldn't really get into it. And then one of the things like somebody was asking like you dude you should do like clues on it, and I'm like bro if I got a piece of third age on a different account <laughs> I would just be so salty because like yeah you know then it's like. Then, like, whenever anybody asks, like, how many third days do you have? It's like, oh, I have this many, but one of them you'll never see because it's on this account that I never play. It's just, like, I yeah. just like things being on, all on one collective account. Just mm-hmm. me. It's my OCD. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I like to think, like, I still sometimes say, like, oh, this account uh, I got death on. Or, like, I got, had a scythe on a hardcore before, you know, on, on the on NutsMuts account. Um I like to compare my like current hardcores to like my old ones, um, and like kind of beat my own PB, I guess you could say. So, like for example, when I was playing Nutsmuts, I wanted to get a better account than Hardcore Mutts. Um, I wanted to somewhat beat my PB, get new items that I didn't have on that account, um, finish the grind that I didn't finish on that account. Like for example, I did uh, a lot of Corp on my original Hardcore. I don't think many people know that I did like nearly 500 corp, I think, on hardcore mutts um, without any sigils. Right. Um, and I, I always, I always wanted to complete a, a spiritual with a sigil. That was like one of my big goals, and I never got to achieve it. So, well, eventually now on my current hardcore, I actually managed to get a sigil, and uh, that's also one of the reasons why it felt so amazing to yeah. actually get one. It always had been a goal of mine. Do you have any like crazy? I I I asked this to Rocket when he was on the cast. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any crazy long term goals? Like, what if everything went so well on this account where you like never died? Yeah. Like, would you go yeah. for full nightmare completion? Would you go for like 
clue completion? Would you go for post XP? Um, would you go for like what? Like what? What is like the end where you would eventually just restart because you're just burnt? Right. I think I guess that already has kind of been reached because I made backup bandy originally when I was very burnt on the main hardcore. So I guess that point had already been reached. But mm. um, something that I really want at some point is everything on the high scores so literally everything um i might not be very realistic especially like wieldy bosses but i think eventually that should be possible if i just take my sweet time um figure stuff out for wieldy bosses as well uh i think it's doable because i already have when when we're talking about like non-wieldy stuff I have nearly everything on the high scores apart from hard mode, Tob, and skidding bosses, I think. So I don't need Volcano, Winter Tot. I don't have Winter Tot on the high scores. It's impressive. Um, Temporos, um, I think that's it. I think I have everything else. So, yeah, that's like one of my big goals. And when we're talking about like, items, uh, I want to complete Corp, like all the spirit shields. I don't care too much about the pet, I'm not going to lie. But I guess, like, if what you're saying, like, if you've really, like, done everything already, like, item-wise, maybe, then I might consider going for pets. That might be something I'd be interested in. And clues as well. I really like doing clues. It's one of my favorite things in the game. Oh, yeah. That, I already have that, that, I already have a bunch of clue items as well, so it's kind of cool. That third age uh, legs. You got plate legs, right? Yeah. Yeah, from an elite mm, as well. That's so crazy. I was so jealous. Yeah. And then th- it was like that day I pulled my third age. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I remember that. Yeah, that was the same day, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And I was like, dude, I would literally trade you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would have been amazing. But, yeah. Yeah, that was... Okay, and wasn't it like the mage robe at the time when I... I think I like came into your stream and like offered a trade and you were like almost like yeah. willing to accept it because yeah. you didn't have arums or something like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh god that was an that was an exciting day <laughs> that was kind of crazy w- was that your I, first I up... third age and only um no i had third age um mage script before on the on my main account oh wow old school okay yeah from a hard clue wow but yeah that's but that was before i had a, a hard cry thing pretty sure that's Probably just about before my like my my start of hardcore Ironman. Third age is that is what I live for. That is the most exciting thing to see. Yeah, it's crazy. That's like getting an Ellie, in my opinion. Just like it's like one of those. Just like oh, right, like, yeah. Just don't expect I, I, it at all. No, I remember I, I saved my clue scroll. Like it was an elite clue scroll that I completed off stream, and I saved it for the stream just to like start the stream with because that. That was literally like the start of my stream. Like, oh, I have an elite casket, by the way. Let's just open it. <laughs> and then I just pull a third HP like that. I'm like, no. <laughs> there is no way. That's so exciting, man. That makes me so ex Dude, the thing that I love about this game is, like, there's, like, no end to it. And I get so excited yeah. thinking about, like, the future of, like, this account. Or, or I just get to, like, have that enjoyment of just doing clues. Like, just doing mm-hmm. something I truly want to do and, like getting that excitement every single clue you opening i i love watching jace i don't know if you watch hey jace's yeah opening sure but those are just yeah. so exciting and for an iron man in my own opinion oh. it's just on another level when you have 
Definitely. Definitely. I would love to one day get like fruit H plate body as well. Oh. And have like the set of those two. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Some who somebody linked um somebody linked a picture in my stream. There's a guy. So I didn't think it was even I didn't even think anybody had this at this point on an Iron Man, but I I I had never seen an Iron Man with the two with like a a plate body and a plate skirt or yeah. or like whatever like yeah, a body same. and a, a body and a legs of any one third age set. Mm-hmm. And a, somebody linked me a guy with uh, the range top and range bottom. Um. Okay. And I was like, holy shit! That is like the sexiest thing I've ever seen in Iron yeah, Man. That's crazy. That, you know? I want to. I want to be. I want to be one of those chads one day. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I love. I love like um whenever I'm like off stream or I'm skilling or something, I love to just sit in like my clue gear, like all my my gilded items yeah. and my my third age, and like have some flex gear on. Uh, I like uh, showing off my third age, like my Ellie. Have some like fancy gear going on. Yeah. No, it's. I def- like doing that. It's definitely um I I miss that kind of mid to late game stage where you know you yeah. sit at Cami Bank and you flex with all the other <laughs> Iron Men there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done that in so long. It I don't know why. I just I used to do that a lot back when I was like 2k total, like 1900 yeah, to like same, 2k. Same. It's like that that's like the stage where all those Iron Men are at Cami Bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I do that sometimes on the backup and then uh, it's whenever I get out flexed, I just uh, I just bring my main there. <laughs> you know what was really fun is um you know when you get something super crazy, but like you're at the flex party. Let's just say there's like five Ironmen at the bank. You're like you're all flexing your items, and but you know you yeah. have one item that's just gonna blow them all away, like probably yeah, yeah. or something, <laughs> and you save it for last. Yeah, <laughs> you're like oh yeah, I got this this. Somebody tries to like. <laughs> flex their best thing and then you just pop out in LA or something You're like oh God, yeah exactly damn it. good times <laughs> oh yeah I remember um oh that was it I got an infernal cape years ago oh, and yeah. I was flexing my fire cape initially <laughs> I was like I was at the flex party showing my stuff and then all of a sudden I popped on the infernal cape back when and back, this is back when like Iron Man with infernal caves are pretty rare yeah and I just put that on they're like oh shit yeah. Good time. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Okay. Risk Adverse says or ask, is Mutt's IRL gr- background wallpaper Wait, is is Mutt's IRL background wallpapered? Oh, I was, oh, I, I see what he's saying. Yeah, my background. Yeah. Okay. Or did he paint those stripes on his wall? I th- yeah, your uh striped wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is indeed wallpapered, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, we got to Correct. the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Very, very good question. <laughs> so, so Bernie does ask, just when will he try a UIM? Do you have any plan to do that? No. Nah. Me neither. I don't think ever. <laughs> Unless I feel like I don't have the time to invest in a hardcore anymore or something like that. Yeah. But I would have to do with my IRL or something. Maybe in that case. I'd probably be more likely to just play an iron man honestly but who knows i doubt it okay i think the last topic we have on this is um dk asks what's what's the optimal way to play a pvm hardcore i like how there's a real risk to reward to the game mode 
but how realistic is it to keep it up? And then he also just asks, why does the red helm matter so much? Which we've already pretty much covered why it's right. so enjoyable. But So what's the optimal route, I guess? Or... I, I guess like uh, the, it's kind of a ambiguous question. I would probably say like, is it more worth, in my opinion, to like, I don't know, safe up at all times? Like, is it, I, I don't know. Like, right. I don't know what the real question is asking. You can make of it what you will. Okay. Um, Cause he says as like a PVM hardcore, like what's the most optimal way to play that way? Maybe he's right. talking like route wise, like what, what content? I, I, I feel like it's like route wise when he's saying, okay. um, I, I'd say right now, like the, the most optimal thing to do is like rushing gauntlet. It's just, too good for like a low level um like i've, I've noticed on backup and you like just even if you don't even take into account like the blade for example the loot the regular loot is just so good because i remember like when i got to the gauntlet i had like maybe like one mil cash or something maybe not even and it, it just shits out like alkables and cash and battle staves which you can then later alk again um gems as well for some crafting xp and it's just so nice especially if you go dry as well like you'll have so many supplies and so much gold i think roidy ended with like over 100 mil cash or something when he got his blade wow so that's kind of crazy yeah and then from there on really you can rush got wars like i'm kind of rushing it right now on backup andy where i'm doing ranged bundles when uh my melee stats are like still trash um, but that's more. I don't know it's not very necessary. You can literally just wait a bit, do some Slayer, get your stats a bit higher, and you'll be fine. I just, I just want to challenge myself by doing stuff at a lower level and having having the the insane gear for the Slayer grind. <laughs> that's kind of like what I'm going for. I want to have like full bundles, a blade of Zelda, or an Infernal Cape, then start doing Slayer. That's kind of and in a Veronic as well, probably. So I kind of have, like, max strength. Yeah. But, yeah, optimal. It's probably not optimal. <laughs> it's just more what I prefer doing, or what yeah, I like no. doing. Gauntlet's crazy. Do you remember when people were complaining that Gauntlet wasn't giving enough GP? Yeah. Like, on release? That. They're like, this isn't enough GP per hour. I'm like, <laughs> bro, you're getting, like, four lo- rolls of loot every single time. Mm-hmm. And then you're also on top getting armor seeds. Which now I'm pretty sure are like seven mil or something. They are mad expensive right yeah. now. Yeah. And then on top of that, a blade and now a bow coming at us like Gauntlet. Yeah. Gauntlet honestly is good content. It's oh yeah, I love Gauntlet. Like I, I... Gauntlet is one of those things where I'd wish I could just grind it and not have to care about dying. And like that's probably one of the places where I wouldn't mind being an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like it's... I really enjoy it. It's it's enjoyable stuff, uh, especially like. I'm glad... Okay, so I had completed Gauntlet really early, like at 220. I had everything, like eight seeds, eight armor seeds, the blade and the pet. Mm-hmm. And then I literally dismantled all of my all of my uh, crystal armor seeds because it was just useless armor at the time. And so yeah. I dismantled them all just to open some like oh, no. enhanced keys. But it's cool, though, because if this bow, God forbid does come out mm-hmm. i yeah can now like just go grind out those armor seeds again and another blade technically and use that as the bow yeah, true true 
So it's kind of exciting to like renew that content because it was fun. And you get elites. True. Yeah, I it's love like one in 25 or something, right? I think. Yeah, one in 20 for corrupted. Oh, 20, 20, okay. Yeah, 25 for normal. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta also gotta keep keep in mind, like people that are saying it's not enough GP per hour. Like you're literally using nothing when you're doing yep. it. You can be clean. You're going in naked. Yeah. You, you can... don't use any supplies. You don't need gear for it. Exactly. That's also something to keep in mind. Yeah. It's. It. I. I like the content. It's fun, and it's fair. Sure. It's. They've made updates so that it's. It's relatively like fair. Hmm. So. yeah um, all right um we don't have any more topics was is there anything that you would like to uh i guess talk about on the cast something that's been on your mind um i know we can talk about heart mode tab already but i kind of want to get into the, like what do you think about how hardcore uh, heart mode heart mode tab turned out like is yeah it... good because Initially, when it came out, I was like, dude, this is way too easy. I, I really was like, this is really hard mode TAB. It doesn't <laughs> feel that much more like dangerous. If we're already getting to Versic on the first try, um, like, is it really that hard? But the more that I've like thought about it and the more days have passed, I'm like, actually, it's kind of all right. But like, I wonder like what you're thinking about it. So I was thinking initially, so I've done 7KC so far. Yeah. So I haven't done a bunch of it. I just did it for a day, got a holy kit. Mm-hmm. Um and initially I was like this does look pretty easy, but what I've come to the conclusion of is I feel like a big reason why it's hard mode is because you really need scythes. Like mm-hmm. you don't need them, but you need I like has anyone done um like a full thing with just like a, a bunch of like whip like whippers? No, no, no. Because, like, everyone has a scythe. Like, yeah. yeah, you could probably maybe bring a person with a whip if you didn't have one. But it's yeah, like, yeah, it'd be fun. It reminds me of CM, um, like, Chambers, like, CM mm-hmm. Chambers, where you basically get a Tebow and then you start. You know? Yeah. It's something where it's like, here, it's like, you get a scythe and then you start hard mode. That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I know you could just rush it either way, but you could also rush challenge mode without a tebow mm-hmm. um, yeah for sure i so, did some without tebow yeah and that's just how i kind of feel is like this is like where you're pimped out and it, it looks yeah. so e- like it seems a lot easier to us because we've just spent so much time doing tob already yeah that's We're it so well. familiar to it yeah um, we've already it, mastered the content so yeah. yeah and it could be a little bit tougher but i don't know it it's at that good stage where it's still fun to grind. It's not like you're failing like 30% of your runs. It's like, nah, you get, you get to go in, have fun. Like if you're focused, you get a completion and yeah. So I must say though, like I've not like six KC now, I think on the, on the alt and I've not had a single deathless run yet. So if you also keep that in mind, like, Oh, it's actually kind, kind of hard because well, I've done plenty of TOB without dying, so if I can't manage to do that on hard modes, then it obviously is a lot harder already. <laughs> yeah. That ball mechanic on phase three Verzik. That's yeah. the only thing that scares me. That's what I'm like very scared yeah. about if I've sent some <laughs> hardcore tubs, because <laughs> it's so you're like, really I don't... depending on your teammates. Oh yeah. 
like even if you right click follow on one of your teammates like they could still yeah. path weird and you would still yep. take the ball like yep it's because i died my first one to that ball i was like fuck i didn't even realize i had a ball on me and then one one time i took like a, a 70 or something i didn't even realize the ball had bounced me i didn't i wasn't even near it and it just came yeah. to me i was like i don't know i don't understand the mechanics behind the ball yet so i'm not, I'm not this scared about the ball bouncing i'm more scared of like if the ball initially goes on me yep, it's always a terrifying. one hit right yep so <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty terrifying i'm talking about this like if i really want to go the safest way if the ball is ever on me i just teleport instantly <laughs> yeah no for real that's what i would do i'd be like Shh. But, like that would literally be the safest way of doing it because then there's like no risk of your teammates running away last second or something that'd be horrible though to throw it's like all so these... it's like ball on steroids because it's so it's like ball at least you can ticky it that's what i always <laughs> yeah. do whenever the ball is on me i always make sure i ticky so just in case my teammate do leave early I still survive it anyway. I personally um, wish you could tick eat that final ball, but I understand yeah. why you don't. I mean, it makes sense. It would just become meta to tick eat it anyway. Yeah, but... No one would bounce it. Yeah, no, that's true. But it would still be kind of cool because then you're literally at one HP when you tick eat it, which makes it so, like, the next Verzik hit is going to probably kill you or the next, like, purple uh, thing. That's I don't, the way the green ball works, though, is that there is, like, a bit of a pause between like the green ball hitting and the resic attack so you'll have time to eat up afterwards that's true so it wouldn't really that's true it wouldn't be able to do it so they, i understand i think they did say like they would change something if it becomes meta then if, if something like tick eating the yellows for example that just became meta people didn't really yeah um try to like organize it to just take eight all the yellows and then it was fine like that's what works did and they just fixed it instantly yeah because it was just way too powerful. So they would not like make the green ball tick eatable because it would just become the meta instantly. No one would yeah. be starting to bounce the ball again, which like it takes coordination to do that to pull it off, and that's exactly what they intended it to be. So Yeah, no, that that's fair. Yeah, it makes sense. So what happens in a solo? Does it just not hit you full HP? Um the green ball. I think if you're like the last one left, it just hits seventy four, I think. Okay. That's fair. Pretty sure. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, yeah, but... I think that's pretty much uh, hard mode tub, right? Or... Yeah. I like... I like hard mode tub. It was fun while I did it. And now, uh, I don't think I've covered this, but hmm. the Arceus Spellbook... I think we covered it before the stream, but... Or before yeah. the thing, but... The Arceus Spellbook is extremely OP, so... I'll just briefly kind of go into it. What I've seen firsthand is, well, the Shadow Veil spell is amazing. I've been using it here at Vyres. Um, oh, that's the, the thieving one, right? Yeah. This greater yeah. zombie. So watch. I'll literally spawn one right here. Wait, what? Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so look. I just cast the zombie spell and it said I need the Book of Dead. Right. But the last time, I guess I did have it in my inventory. Oh, you need to have it on you then. You just need it in your inventory. Okay, at least you oh. need the book. So yeah. I was thinking, this is for people listening um, to, like, Nightmare. I had been saving up charges for my harmonized staff. I have, like, 4,700 or 47,000 uh, Wrath Runes, a full tome, and some pages. I've been saving up. Because I thought you had to have this book equipped at all time to summon these. 
Apparently, you just need it in your inventory. So, and this is what I've heard. I, it is not confirmed, and I don't fully believe it yet, but people say that the Mage Thrall can damage the Pillars at Nightmare, which I'm not positive on yet. Um, and that wouldn't be crazy. It might, it might already be confirmed by the time people are watching this, and they'll just tell me. But yeah. if that's the case as well, and this spell... Um, Where's the spell where you can... The death charge. I thought this death charge had to be with Slayer monsters. Apparently, it's just any monster. And so, uh, this... I was thinking, oh, like, for the... For the... Like, for the parasite that uh, comes out, you won't even yeah, be able to do yeah. it because it has to be a Slayer monster. But no, and now this works as well. So, this, this spell book is so good for the... For like nightmare and other stuff, yeah. and so, so how much spec do you get back? If you, you, you get fifteen like percent, and it's every minute oh, okay. you can do it, and the parasites oh. spawn every minute. Yeah, so it's like the perfect thing where every single parasite you do, you're gonna get a claw spec back, basically. Yeah, that's crazy. If as long as you start with a hundred percent spec on that phase, and that's just assuming yeah. normal. So, so Fasani is gonna be different. Mm-hmm. True. But. Yeah, uh, looks like Winter Todd's canceled, Harmonized Orbs canceled. <laughs> At least I just got a bunch of charges for, you know, maybe Raids 3 if it ever comes out. But Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, this... <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, pretty crazy. But I guess uh, we'll we'll wrap things up. I think we covered most of it. Yeah, sounds good. And Mutz, I uh, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, today it was a pleasure as always. Every it was guest, a pleasure, was a pleasure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. Um, Very we'll, nice. we'll have your Twitch, Twitter. Do you have a YouTube? I have a YouTube. Yeah, I actually recently uploaded my MA2 on that. Oh shit! Um, okay, I gotta follow. I gotta subscribe to your YouTube. <laughs> I didn't know you had one. I, I have one. Uh, I used to. Have my matron 2k from nuts mutts on there, which is like over two years ago now. But uh, recently, I uh, put my tank test on there from Backup Andy at Venonatus. So that's up there, and then the uh, hard crowdment MA1 and MA2 on Backup Andy as well. So I mainly plan to put content on there that's like worldy related that I can't really stream. So uh, that's the plan for the YouTube for now. Okay. Well, I'll put the uh, YouTube in there, Twitch, Twitter. Is there any other links you'd like? Um, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. No, that's fine. I think. Okay. Yeah. Guys, go give uh, Mutz a follow on Twitch for me. Tell him that Sebe told told uh, him that I have to, even though he's literally listening to that right now. And <laughs> then, um, guys, thank you. Next week, not positive who's going to be on it. That's like I barely ever know who's going to be on the next cast but hope you guys enjoyed this one oh real quickly before it ends i am going to start a highlights the sebe cast highlights where i pull like segments of each cast and i have a little highlight where it's about five to ten minutes of us talking about one topic so look forward to that guys like mutts will have one where it's like that's cool whatever the most exciting thing we talked about arguably yeah. <laughs> i'll put like a little highlight thing just so people can if they don't have time to listen to the full three-hour cast, they can just watch a highlight. Yeah, that's and then nice. 
yeah, see if it's worth their time I've, to watch. I've heard people uh, like tell me, oh, yeah, I know about the Seibei cast, but it was all so long, and I don't <laughs> yeah. have the time to like listen to all of it. So I've definitely heard feedback on that, so that'd be very nice for those people. I'm so excited, and uh, shout out the real Bugard. He was the one that kind of like inspired me to do it. So it's going to take some time to compile what I think is mm-hmm. the, the highlights of each cast, but look forward to that, guys. And then also, if you guys would like to support the Seibei cast, exclamation Patreon in the description down below but yeah we'll catch you guys next time thank you very much peace thank you for having me here and have a good one guys imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.